It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. This is the WrestleBread Podcast, bringing you the latest... gentlemen welcome to the league of extraordinary podcast thanksgiving special ladies and gentlemen thank you all of you guys for tuning in and joining us this is the host of devious one i've been seeing here with my other host the familia the greatest faction of all time they're my blood they're my everything they're my overall let me introduce the other host of the prospect podcast very brief for me to introduce my other host mr delorean himself from the Wrestling DeLorean podcast and the host as well for Circle Debate, Mike De Niro, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Enough, what up? What up? What up? And then, of course, we do have the South Philly cycle of Philadelphia himself, ladies and gentlemen. He is a DOM of Top Rope Wrestle Talk. That is Cycle Philly Doll. What is that? What is dog? good? It is a celebration, bitches. Oh, a celebration. <laughs> Here's a cheers to the League of Extraordinary Podcasts. We don't just make podcasts. We make history. That's right. Round of applause. There we go. Round of applause. And speaking of round of applause, let's give a round of applause to this gentleman right here, of course. It's been a long time I haven't seen him, but now he's finally here. This, this man has done... Wonders great for the all city of Ontario, Canada, and he's done it overall for the independent promotions and man, and for MOW especially. He's my hermano, that is right, George Mackay, straight talk wrestling. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glad to be on the Thanksgiving Day special, even though it's one month late. Really glad to be on it. Man, I was hoping we'd get the mini host, but I'll take George. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> well, as soon as I told her you were going to be on here, she's like, nah, Dad, I'll skip it. How can I say? Uh, <laughs> I thought I was for the people like Wu-Tang is for the children. Wu-Tang is always for the children, but at the end of the day, some parents... I'm just not, I guess. Quote Will Smith. Is it? Is it? Is it, 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 it. Not that sure. was that was Will Smith. That was Fresh Prince. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. and of course best for last, ladies and gentlemen. This individual has been going strong for quite some time already. Of course, she is my sister. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Your mana JD from Wrestle Bread Podcast. What is going on? My queen going on. <laughs> long time no see with everyone. I know it's been a long time. It's yeah. been a very, very long time. Hopefully, we'll be joined by the rest of the podcasters shortly. Hopefully, from Kenny from the call up and and uh, Kofi Weston, Dirty Heels podcast. So today, you know, you said it out there. 
I mean, today we're going to be feeling very... Very oozy. Yeah, we're going to be... <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yeah, we got it. It's because you're not feeling oozy? <laughs> oh, I stay oozy. <laughs> you, have to, you have to wake up and ask yourself, am I feeling oozy today? That's right. <laughs> you have to. I, work this day. I, I wasn't feeling oozy enough. You know, it was one of those days. You ain't got to get oozy <laughs> if you stay oozy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, let's get into these, you know, three questions that I have because, you know, I haven't had you guys on for quite some time. So I want to ask you guys. So I'm going to, of course, Ron Robin Ron. So 2022. Obviously, the thoughts of the current products overall, not just the major promotions, but overall in pro wrestling, even in independent promotions, everything else overall. What are your thoughts? What are your takes? And, you know, how do you your thoughts about it? So I'll take it to you, George. It's been a while, so take it away, my brother. No, I appreciate that. Um, you know what? 2022 has been filled with um, a year of scandal, a year of a career ruined in under a year. And... Uh, the greatest thing to come out of Canada in a long time being Sami Zayn. It's a win for everybody, really. <laughs> He's the one. You start, off with, uh, you start off early on the year with scandal about Vince McMahon. I mean, shocker that he wasn't called out years before, but mm. shocker. And then rightfully, the person that we've all been pandering for the longest time, and I'm a huge mark for this, man. Everybody who's ever listened to my show knows that Triple H has been my ride or die from like day one. So um, him taking over. We didn't see the changes right away. SummerSlam was still very much Vince McMahon involved. But beyond that, we've really seen a resurgence. Uh, Clash of the Castle was great. Crown Jewel was probably the most entertaining Crown Jewel next to the one where, oh no, sorry, that was the different one where Titus slid under the ring. Like he's <laughs> Titus World Slide. Yeah. That's still hands down one of my favorite moments of, I think that was 2020 or 2019, I think that was, was Titus just yeah. sliding under the ring. Yeah. That was great. But, um, yeah, it was. We were starting to see the the Triple H era bringing everybody back that got so rightfully fucked over by you know Nikon and uh, uh, Vince McMahon and like that. And now he's finding places for them, like seeing Mia Yim come back after pretty much losing her confidence and then regaining it and having some great matches and impact. Um, to coming back now, being alongside the Good Brothers, who I'm also a huge mark for, seeing them back with AJ. And them not yelling out nerd or anything stupid like that is fucking amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. And of course, uh, you know, we have to talk CM Punk, a man. Uh, who, uh, we have to. You have to. You have, have to. to. Talk 2022. <laughs> cannot talk about the biggest debacle a decade away. And then he just randomly, Kofi. The Kofi. Hey. My man. What's up, bro? <laughs> randomly gets an opportunity. My bad. I'm a full-time mom. Ah, it's all good. <laughs> I feel you. It's all good. Welcome to the uh, the one month late Thanksgiving Day special because the real Thanksgiving happened in Canada. And that's not so <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the, the Man, he is, wants more smoke than me. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it, uh, in Canada, we can smoke it anywhere we want because it's fucking legal, like Amsterdam, all over the goddamn place. I was smoking the a joint while I was top of my gas. Tank. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great, Canada. Gotta love it. The only good love thing it. Justice Joe ever did for us. That stupid fuck. Anyways, anyway, comes back <clears throat> like God. I can't wait to you know have matches with this roster, this young talent. This is what I I wanted my my run in WWE, and then he gets it shits the entire bed and promptly gets fired very quietly yet not quietly now announcing MMA or whatever the fuck he's doing it just a career tarnished and ruined 
And to all the CM Punk marks out there, I called it. I knew he was going <laughs> to fuck up. The guy's, the guy's a cancer disease to almost any locker room, so it's not surprising. But uh, 2022 has been filled with a lot of things that are oozy, a lot of things that are <laughs> frankly the Triple H uh, era is upon us, and it's looking fantastic. I can't wait for war games. It actually falls on my birthday, so I get a special treat from Triple H, which is pretty awesome. Nice. So, um, all in all, 2022 has been great for me. Uh, Independent-wise, what can I say about the indies? I mean, uh, Ontario needs more eyes. Canada needs more eyes. There's so much incredible town up here that a lot of people don't get to see. Thankfully, Jacques Rougeau and everything he did with um, uh, Wrestling Academy, getting guys like Jeremy Prophet, Jessica Black, Matt Black, giving those cats an opportunity to run with AEW, get trained over there, and hopefully get more eyes on what Canada can bring. Therefore, rubbing away all the red tape that all our wrestlers over here have to face whenever they cross the border. It's a fucking disaster, yeah. a shit show. It really is. And, um, you know, it's just been great to, that the borders are open, that we can see some talents. Like, I'm going to be seeing a show in a couple weeks. War Horse is coming down. First time to see him live in action, which is going to be exciting for me. I'm a big oh, War Horse fan. So, um, all in all, from the indie side of stuff to, uh, and of course, MLW, uh, everything MLW does to me is great. Yeah, they have their peaks and valleys, their ups and downs, but uh, Hammer versus Richard Holiday is one of the oh. best keepers of wrestling of 2021 and 2022. And uh, Court Bowers, like, uh, you know, he's a modern day uh, uh, savant, if you will, because he's so underrated with the way he tells his stories, but he tells his stories very much like the 80s, which makes mm-hmm. it super exciting. And uh, everything that MLW is doing uh, is great. And, uh, you know, big up to MLW if you haven't watched it. Like, South Philly Psycho fucking hasn't watched it yet. <laughs> I'm a little behind, but I watch. I, watch. <laughs> I love it. Sounds like Hammer, when Hammer I, is my homeboy. I will watch him all. You asked me if the featherweight division was going to start. That's just been running for six months. You're like, you are. <laughs> now you're just making shit up. No, I am. <laughs> you're totally uh, making shit up. Yeah, but oh, you're right. I can make shit up. But as a Canadian, I will say the two words we're known for so well. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) The bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. But all in all, 2022 has been killer. I can't wait to see what Triple H does for his first Rumble, what he does for his first WrestleMania. Uh, Everything that uh, we know how creative he is, what he did with NXT is nothing short. And also, too, that's another side note. I am so fucking happy the black and gold is back because fuck that Technicolor bullshit. The 70s died fucking four decades ago. (laughs) Let them die. Anybody that fucking did tie-dye or wore platform shoes and listen to fucking disco and anybody that thought saturday night fever was a good idea should all be euthanized anybody <laughs> named devin, oh, anybody I love devin who thought the 2.0 was fantastic you saturday night fever, really you like john travolta sitting there at his kitchen table with his mom eating chicken i actually thought it was a dope movie man so my head, and he hurts it he hurts my head who gives a fuck about your goddamn fucking hair and then you watch four, you watch your four friends rape a girl in the back of your car. You have no Back. class, Travolta. No class. None. Now, mind None, you, I mean, it was in Pulp Fiction, and fuck. I mean, I learned that there's no metric system in France. So the quarter pound was, <laughs> it was fantastic. I mean, Pulp Fiction changed my perception of Travolta, but I'm sorry. Saturday Night Fever was not a good idea, nor was staying alive. Yeah. We can all agree that staying alive. Nor was Disco Inferno if I want to get it back to wrestling. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Disco Inferno was also never a good idea. Never. never. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to Tim King, man. What's going on, TK? Uh, uh, Justin, what's going on? See, unleash the demon, George. 
Yes. Let it out. Unleash. Let, let it out. out. See, that's what, that's out. why Canada is so fantastic because we can say the most ignorant shit, but with a smile on our face, and people love us because we're peace we're peacekeepers. We're peacekeepers. Yeah. We're peace hot <laughs> shit. We just fix problems. That's why Canada as a country for hundreds of years has always been oozy. <laughs> Very oozy. There you go. He was trying to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> that's my rant. I'm done. Thank you for thank you for allowing me. I think it was 10 minutes I took up, so thank you for that. Who cares, man? We love it. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. It's JD, take it away. Well, not a follow up with that, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> But no, 2022 was the craziest year in wrestling. I mean, who would have thought, you know, on January 1st, you would have said Vince McMahon would have been gone. Triple H would have been in charge. Uh, Cody Rhodes would have went from AEW to WWE. Right, right. Um, yeah, right. which right. was with the exact that's same the one. shit. Exactly. Like Stardust he, did not debut at WrestleMania. They changed not one thing about this man. He had the same entrance, the same dumb neck tattoo, you know, the yeah, that's the same theme and everything like that. That part was crazy. I mean, people's been losing last names left and right coming from NXT to WWE, and this man gets like the exact whole package. But for Old years, treatment. for years, we've been wanting Triple H to take over WWE for Vince McMahon to retire and stuff like that. And for it to actually happen, it's kind of like, is this real? You know, is this a swerve? Is this going to be like, oh, never mind. Here comes Vince McMahon. Nothing's been found. Like, I'm still afraid that, you know, if they don't find something, Vince McMahon just comes slithering back in or something <laughs> like that. So it's yeah, like, I'm it's waiting been... for another chick. <laughs> you know it's just been a very crazy year but you know it's been so wrestling has been so more enjoyable with um normally you know all the other promotions are enjoyable and you just wish that a lot of promotions are able to get the recognition that wwe has um but with aew now a lot of other promotions are getting attention you know um people learning about new japan for example because of forbidden door i mainly been a wwe fan for a long time i during the monday night wars i was straight up wwe so i missed a lot of things that happened in wcw and a little bit of ecw as well um but eight like maybe um probably like five years before AEW started, I started to get more into the indies and stuff like that. And um, what's up? I started getting into indies and stuff like that and AEW started. And so now I get, I'm a, I don't watch it, you know, all the time, but learning more about New Japan and a lot of different uh, indie promotions, stuff like that, finding out who's who and stuff. So when they finally either make it to WWE or the uh, non-colorful NXT now, or AEW, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I know who that is. You know, you wish them luck, stuff like that. But overall, 2022, it's been very promising that, you know, with the now the change in WWE, that we're no longer going to get, you know, we no longer had the Usi hot. Now we have the Usi. You know, how you, you got to feel Usi now, you know, and now we're getting like tag teams and a lot of people are getting the opportunities that they didn't get when they got called up from NXT and over in AEW, they're little, little mess ups right now, but I'm hoping they'll regain, you know, regain things. And um, we'll see a lot more promising stuff like that with people coming over to that side, um, 
promise with the women's division, hopefully at some point, but you know, even crazy with CM Punk that who would have known a year ago that he would have been, you know, it'll be all this drama. Well, you know, we know, we know, <laughs> we know, but you know. <laughs> no, I do the same thing, that, homie. You can say I told you so all you want. <laughs> that, you know, it would have been something this crazy, you know, especially this soon. I mean, it's not even, it hasn't even been really a year yet. So of, of all this that has gone down, but 2022 has just been the craziest thing ever. And I can't wait to see what happens, especially the fact that we got Triple H in charge. It's kind of like, you know, we're finally getting what we wanted. And it's like, you know, you finally get what you want. It's like, okay, I don't know if I should really enjoy this right now because I don't know if it's exactly real. Um, Especially, you know, things that we're getting, we're getting, you know, a lot of excitement. You know, Raw is exciting again, which is something that, you know, we never thought would have really happened in a in a long time. So, you know, it's been a crazy the craziest year in wrestling, but I'm I love it. I'm enjoying it a hundred percent. So you followed yeah. up so good. You killed that shit. You I tried, so you know. I tried. So that's why that's <laughs> like, she's the queen of Philly. <laughs> you, 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 well, I mean, listen, if Philly's gotta have one good export other than Kyle Lowry, it had to be her, thank God. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, cheesesteaks. <laughs> no, I, I have steak. never I've never been to Philly yet. I've not had a, a cheesesteak. Oh. I've had a Canadian version of a cheesesteak, which is probably no. not a good mm-hmm. thing. Oh, JD uh, and I are going to take mm-hmm. you, hook you up. Right. I will <laughs> don't go to Geno's and Pat's either. That's no. Not, don't go to Geno's and Pat's. No. Okay. That, that, that's some tourist bullshit. You don't exactly. want Exactly. <laughs> we got you. That's right. Love it. Love it. You got to give JD what she wants. Give wanted. me what I want. You got you to give it to her. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Kofi Weston. So the question was, your thoughts on the, cur- the current product overall, not just the majors, but also in the indies in 2020? Um, you know, I don't really I don't really watch the majors like that. I haven't really watched it, but I've been tuning in as of lately. Um, NXT, I've been tuning into that a lot, a lot more since um, changing it and everything. So I've catched myself watching that. I think it's a great product now. I thought when they had the whole colorful thing, it was a little, I don't know, outlandish. And they were trying, just trying to throw people down our throws and trick us or whatever, but you know, for the most part, right now it's dope. Um, Raw and SmackDown, dope. I, I really haven't, I really don't complain about too much um, of Raw and SmackDown this year. I haven't really had a problem. I mean, for what, I've tu- what I've tuned in, you know, I tune in once in the blue to those products. Um, AEW has been a little shit show. But <laughs> little, <laughs> little, it's a little shit but, show that could though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, you know that that is my my number one. So they can't do no wrong in my eyes. I think everything they've done is is great this year. You know they had a couple of mishaps, um, but you know every everything happens for a reason. Some you know it, something good had come out of it. You know they got Kenny Omega back. Uh, the young bucks, they all be back soon. So something could have happened out of it. Um, independent wrestling has been booming. That's my, that's where I'm at. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what I do. Um, it's been booming. That's all I can say, man. Independent wrestling is at its all time high. I tell people this 24 seven, man. If you want to see your favorite wrestler, if you want to see a wrestler who's old or just haven't seen in a long time, go to independent wrestling. That is where you get in touch with everybody, man. You know. Um, I haven't had a problem with wrestling, you know, and it, like for us, you know, on a, on this side, Dirty Hills, you know, we, we mostly see independent wrestling all the time. So 
I mean, it's just been nonstop for us. It's independent wrestling. Um, we can't complain, you know. I've I've been riding all the time, high, having fun. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I commend you and George, man. You guys have been doing fantastic jobs with Oweedo. Hell yeah, putting mm-hmm. the fucking indie scene out there for all of us that needs to be paying attention to, especially you know. Are you kidding? A couple of times, I'm jealous. They're on commentary tables. Yeah. George is announcing. George is announcing <laughs> matches and shit. I'm sitting at home watching on TV, like damn. <laughs> you know, it's so I'm I'm just thankful, man. You know, I it's, it's that's a oh, lot of yeah. stuff I didn't think I would be able to do until like years from now, honestly. Even you know, De Niro so got to do a show with Coach. That was uh, yeah. Me, me, me and De Niro got to do, do a, a whole card. Yeah, you know, so that was that that was fire too. I yeah, so it's things that I, I didn't think I was gonna be able to do till like years from now. I wasn't prepared for, but you know, when it comes in it, I was happy for it, man. You know, I definitely was happy and just prepared for it. And I, was, I can't I can't complain about any of it. You know, like I said, I've just been having fun. Awesome. You know, wrestling has actually gotten better. A little, I don't know, funner is not a word, so. You know, just better to me. I'll allow it. More, it's more, just more, straight up more Uzi, baby. It's Uzi. <laughs> Wrestling has become yeah, very there's Uzi. The there's the word. It's been very Uzi, you know. And then it's crazy because, like, you walk around New York and, and like, a couple years ago, um, people wouldn't uh, acknowledge you if you like wrestling or, or anything, you know? And I walk around my WWE fanny packs 24-7. People, oh, I like your bag. You a wrestler? Oh, you like wrestling? And they, they want to talk about wrestling now. They want to have a conversation about wrestling now. So, you know, I just I just like the fact that it's mainstream, you know? I don't have to look like a weirdo anymore. Like, oh, that's the black guy that likes wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't have to be that guy anymore. <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. <laughs> I love it, man. I fucking love it. Hell yeah. D-O-M. Man, uh, it's, it's been a wild fucking year, 2022, to this point. Is that like, my title? Like, what? I, no, I didn't beat you for that. That is your title. That is your title. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's for, for Boo, since he can't be here. I'm trying to represent. <laughs> good brother, good brother. <laughs> yeah, that's my good brother right there. But 2022 has been a wild year. I mean, even personally, I, I, I walked into a grocery store in a top rope shirt and somebody recognized the show. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? They're like, you're the psycho. I was like, what? Fire. <laughs> no feeling. Fire. Yeah, so you're not wasting. <laughs> no feeling, but as far as, as far as wrestling goes, like all this stuff that they mentioned and and if i could jump back for one second just being able to be on this show and experience a george rant from the other side is amazing <laughs> even the political <laughs> lance storm if i could be serious for a second thing just had me like oh <gasps> that's like go on go on i don't have i don't have a I, I, even in commentary i don't have a filter <laughs> no i feel you yeah. i'm the same way yeah. and, yeah, and 2022 all this all the shit that these guys mentioned on top of it, one day you turn around and you're like, wait, Sasha and Naomi did what? Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, yeah. uh, Moxley's got to come back for vacation. Like, there's another person injured in AEW. Like, like, what the fuck is going on? Punk said what? Yeah. <laughs> Who got rehired? Who got rehired? Wait, Vince is stepping down? Holy fucking yep. shit. <laughs> I thought I would die and Vince McMahon would still be in charge of WWE. Exactly. And the motherfucker is 30 years older than I am. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Jim Dolan for the Knicks. Right? <laughs> oh, my God, right? Jesus. Straight up. Oh, like, this, this motherfucker is the Highlander. He's going to out- outlive all of us. There could be yes. only one, and it's VKM. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden he's gone. It's like, holy shit. And then black and gold came back. And, and as y'all said, and I saw the tribal chief in the comments, you better get in here and defend your show. Cause there's six people that fucking hated that shit. Hated it. <laughs> get in here. It's time for the debate. Six on one. <laughs> I, oh God. It was good. It was awful. So I, and I'm a black and gold guy. So I'm glad it's back. Like, Indies are killing it. MLW has come so far. I, I can only hope that NWA gets it back, gets themselves back on track. Like we were talking about that last night with De Niro and Ivy, and you know that sort of thing. And but, but even they bounce back from a lot of shit. So hopefully they can get through this too. It, it's just been wild. It's like shit mm-hmm. is popping off left, right, and center. Even with AEW alone, you thought, oh man, this summer is going to be fire. Like Punk's going to be the champ and, and Forbidden Door. And the next thing you know, injury, 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 injury. They get through that. And then Punk comes back, wins the title. And there's the scrum. You're like, the fuck? Every time AEW tried to turn the corner, somebody was dropping a turd in their punch bowl. Somebody. Ah. <laughs> the last one was Phil on his way out the door. Just here you go, folks. <laughs> what was that, George? Oh, stay on it? UFC Fight Night, by the way. Don't go anyplace else. I'm with Jericho. I'm with a, a fellow Canadian like Georgie, Chris Jericho. You are a fucking cancer. Stay going. <laughs> uh, right. All I was saying is to, to touch base real quick was that you want to blame any turd in a punch bowl, you have to look at the head of the punch bowl which would be Tony Khan. The fact yes. that he allowed that to be said, didn't unplug his mic, didn't say, okay, the media scrum's over. He allowed him to shit talk every one of his EVPs and not yes. say a fucking thing. And then allowed him to proceed it to think it was okay to say, yeah, go back to the locker room, get changed, knowing that the EVPs were in there. And these are yeah. all grown men. They're all combat fighters. Yes, you know, wrestling is predetermined, but they still take the risks and they still do what they have to do. So for Tony Khan to think it was a great idea, Stupid. And of course, that motherfucker fucked over the Canadian debut because we didn't get to see the Young Bucks. We didn't get to see Kenny Omega. Yeah. We, we we got fucked over big time. Now, mind you, I mean, I got to see FTR and that was a markout moment for me for sure. But the fact is that um, absolutely we didn't get to see everyone that we could have seen for their first show in, in Canada. Mm-hmm. And that was that was a huge. There's only one person to blame. And every time Tony Khan has to wash the coke out of his nose. And he looks in the mirror. <laughs> that that was another thing. That, tw- that was another thing about 2022. Like years started, years started, and all of a sudden, FTR <laughs> is just snatching tag team championships like Thanos, putting putting fucking stones yep. in the gauntlet. So I'll take this one. I'll take that one. I'll take the other one. Acclaimed, you can hold this for now. We'll be back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> FTR so so incredibly dangerous and, and so underrated and underutilized in WWE was for the simple fact that they weren't given the position of power to run with everything. Right. They had like we, the ability we, how, many, how many times have we already mentioned the Usos and, and FTR? And think back a few years ago, the Usos are walking in on FTR rubbing ass cream on one another. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, here we are today. Mm-hmm. Like, 2022 is wild, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Probably like, honestly, it's probably like the, one of the best years for as wrestling history if you want to like put it you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah. probably one of the best years in wrestling history, you know? and i'm gonna say yeah. it here too i don't care if it's 2022 2023 2024 Am I on mute here alex hammerstone all day no. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen nick Theater, there the we University go. podcast there you go What's that up? man owes me a What's check up? for saying we are the uw pod on my stream last night <laughs> what's up what is up my brother what's going on dude 
Bunch of haters. Look at all these guys. Couple of haters. I mean, Couple of haters. haters. Couple of haters. Couple what do we got over here? <laughs> What's good? What's, What's good, good man? What is good, fam? It's been... Well, not that long ago. Uh, we were on our watch along, not too long ago. Yeah. So it was, oh, it was fantastic. Love well, hearing you guys. It, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll save you best for last, Nick. So, De Niro, go ahead and take it away. Um, this year comes <coughs> next. No, I'm joking. This year, <laughs> craziest fucking years in wrestling history. You know, everybody's talking about this happened, crazy. that happened. You know, it's a crazy year when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out of retirement, main event to WrestleMania, and no one brings that up because of how yeah. much shit went down. Yes. Yeah. Stone Cold Steve yeah, Austin. It's the Bulls It's the Bulls with the Canadian. Just the Canada. Canada. And boy, when Stone Cold came out, did I mainline these broken skulls, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had two of them at a time. I ruined my couch. Just <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no one, no one brings that up because there's just so much that happened. It's Back. like it's one of those forgettable moments, and that's crazy when you think of Stone Cold coming out of retirement to main event WrestleMania what? and actually doing good, taking bumps and all that, and that's a mm-hmm. forgettable moment because of everything else that happened. Um, the shit with AEW and CM Punk, absolutely insane. I remember I put on the the scrum like right after the show happened, and I was like dead tired and all of a sudden he starts talking shit i'm like whoa what the fuck is going on here like <laughs> i'll send everybody up yo put on the, the scrum shit's about to go down um it was just craziness like a lot of craziness but nothing bigger than this man retiring everyone said it already like a moment that i never thought i'd see um i thought like i'm fucking 28 and i thought i was going to die and he was going to still be in charge <laughs> 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 Me and my alleged son were going to die, and Vince McMahon was still going to be in charge. Exactly. I, I also <laughs> You can see the resemblance. I, when I you put found it. out that Dom might be my father, so it's like... It's bro, a possibility. Okay. <laughs> we, we have to get Maury Povich on the show. We're trying forget. to get Maury. We're, we we'll need Maury on the show to the blood test this situation because I want to know. <laughs> I, listen, I could be your Maury right now. You're, you're not his father, bro. You're definitely not his father. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, not to to you might, have had, might have been swallowed, my friend, but you are not his father. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how much I love George. I'm laughing as he clowns me. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was watching one of the. Uh, I think he was watching the um the live stream where I think Dom said for the first time he was like, "Wait, what the fuck?" I was like, "Don't worry, don't worry." It's watch. kayfabe. It's kayfabe. It's kayfabe. <laughs> no, but definitely, this was an amazing year. But I feel like one company that people don't talk about enough is Impact Wrestling, and Impact Wrestling has been having mm. a hell of a year. That's uh, George's shirt there. But Impact Wrestling has been putting on banger after banger after banger with their pay per views uh, weekly. It's one of the best shows, and it's so underrated. I think it's so consistent too. So shout out to Impact Wrestling having an amazing year. Everyone right now is just flourishing. Like I, I find AEW a lot of fun to watch. Of course, I can't wait until Kenny and the Bucks are back. I wish that all the shit with CM Punk didn't happen, but I mean, it is what it is. I feel like the show didn't necessarily hurt from missing Punk because it's been a good show. Um, WWE's on fire since Triple H took the book. So right now, wrestling is in a great place. Independents are popping. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think that we're going to end the year all strong, and 2023 looks great. So, mm-hmm. Awesome. Nick, 
Give us your take overall, not just only the majors, but also in the independent as well. Your thoughts on the, the current product overall of this year. Yeah. I mean, you guys said a lot of, you mentioned a lot of good things. I'm just going to stick with uh, two of the, the big storylines here. Two of uh, my favorite wrestlers, two of the probably at the end of the day, two of the greatest heels of all time are just, just kicking ass right now in 2022. You got Roman Reigns and MJF. I mean, those storylines alone, it's just, it's just something you want as a wrestling fan. I said it on my last stream. It's all about storylines. I don't care if you can, you know, technicians and DB and, you know, all those types of matches that that's really cool to watch. But for me, it's about the storyline and I love what Roman Reigns is doing with the bloodline and uh, MJF just, you know, it rates itself. I mean, Everything that's had that has happened with uh, what you guys mentioned—the press conference, the scum, the scrum, uh, the shit that uh, that MJF was dealing with before—it's just I don't know something you want to you want to see. Independence, i don't really get too much into that. I do go to some independent uh, events. I went to the MLW event in Philly a couple days ago or weeks ago, so that was fun. But other than that, I'm with uh, you know the usual the top organizations. Um, yeah. 2022 is great. It's about it. Yeah. Man, he had the opportunity to say woman wanes and he, and he blew it. Yeah. That was my favorite moment of 2022. Nick of on course. a live stream saying woman wanes. <laughs> yes. He ain't there yet. He ain't there yet. But yeah, I mean, have another one. All- we'll get there. I, well, I think we're all gonna have one. I mean, it's Saturday. What do you expect? I mean, we're trying to. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! What's this Saturday? No, I said it's Saturday, so I'm saying today, we're all enjoying yeah. today. So we're all enjoying <laughs> oh, yeah. Saturday, aka Beer Thirty. How yes. can you get drunk on American light beer? <laughs> oh god! This is broken skull. This ain't no light beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is it's Modelo. Yeah, okay. Oh, Canada. I just, I just can't say anything because all of our beers anything like, nice. Of... <laughs> uh, okay, what's your beer? What beer was your preference? Give us your beer, George. Come on. Uh, actually, I don't really, I don't drink beer. I'm a, I'm a spirit hmm. kind of guy, so I'm a gin and tonic. I'm old school gin and tonic, uh, okay. or uh, you know, uh, whiskey over ice. Like that's, that's me. Bourbon. George is like, go hard or go home. Exactly. I didn't feel like dragging the bottle of Cuervo in a shot glass in here, so I just brought some beer. <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, I just realized I actually do have some liquor. So, time to get toasty. I'm more like 10 of these. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. I'm yeah, like sure. 10 minutes. Like I'm so not used to having a woman on the show, and I have a woman on my show every fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, I ain't go to the wine and spirit, so I don't got no. Can I, uh, can I ask you guys a question? Oh. Have this year has anybody have a uh, OMG moment so far? Oh. Yeah, what is like That's personally, pers- personally, a personal one or or a one for the show? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the personal, the personal one was somebody marking Dom, out when they saw me in my uh, <laughs> in my TRW T shirt and recognized me. Oh, that, that was there. Dope. You go and. and Show wise, getting to do the interview with Jeremy Prophet because I am a huge, I have been a huge fucking fan of Jeremy Prophet before the nice. league, before all that. I love that guy. 
and That's so to be able to sit down with him and interview him and talk to him and he actually stuck around and kicked it with me like before and after i was like wow this is yeah this is fucking amazing and and to see him putting clips up from my interview on his social medias i'm like dude <laughs> Yeah. Are you trying to make me cry? Because I'm, I'm getting there. It, it, it's welling up right now just talking about it. Mm-hmm. I promised myself. But that's kind of, yeah, those are like my OMG moments. I got yes. I got two of them. Um, Not just because he's sitting, well, he's not just, he's, he's right there. <laughs> I thought he was going to point at me for a minute. <laughs> I was like, whoa, wow. What's I found out happen? Tom was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I got to name the dirty oh, no. DeLorean posse. That was an OMG moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to get that. But um, definitely, I got to say, joining Circle of Debate, being asked to be a full-time host on Circle of Debate was an awesome moment. I was a fan of Circle of Debate before I even joined the league, so that was really yeah. cool. And then also oh, oh, working yeah. with, uh, also doing commentary with Kofi was fucking awesome. Always wanted to do commentary, so doing that whole show with pop-up wrestling and being lead commentators with Kofi and then got a lot more on table with Kofi doing that. You know, I appreciate that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's been awesome, like, working with all you guys. Uh, Dom, you were, like, one of the first people I worked with on the league. You hit me up. He was like, hey <laughs> – like I like your shit. You like ECW like me, so get on the show. Yes, fucking like, <laughs> ECW fanatics. Or <laughs> we did like the ECW Hall of Fame. He said, "Let's put in five people." We did like. 20. We ended up doing like twenty-five or thirty. <laughs> we did like the whole fucking alumni. Like we were gonna do wow. five. It ended up being thirty. I'll, we just said, "Keep going, fuck it." <laughs> Word. I what's called. I had Nick on my two hundred fiftieth episode. That was an awesome moment. Yeah, that, that milestone. Good. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely want to work with more of you guys, and I think that it was a really big year for the podcast and getting to work with you. Yeah, that's my league moment. Like coming don't in here, don't make me cry, damn it, damn it, don't make me cry. Like my All OMG right. league moment coming in here and working with guys that I've been watching, been a fan of. Like I, I'm finally doing a show with George. I've been watching George forever. I loved George, Ivan before he even knew me. Yeah, Dirty oh. Heels, oh my god, like they. Those those two are my shit. <laughs> so like all of a sudden one day I come in to join the league and here some of these guys are and I'm like oh shit I'm out of my league like I should go I, I should go home like y'all are better than me <laughs> and I know it. <laughs> we do too. Uh, for me I'd have to say um... I am bring you up Nick. <laughs> of course. Even getting yeah, to do the sports say, show uh, with Nick last you. year that was a fucking blast. For me, I'd have to say um, getting to announce, getting the call Thunder Rose out to the ring, uh, getting them, uh, get, getting the call out uh, Moose and Jake something and at another show, and then having Moose come up to me after and say that's the best, uh, best announcing he's ever had at, at a show. I was like, that's fucking wow. crazy. That's wow. awesome. Wow. Have Jake that's dope. Have Jake that's dope. Tell me that that Moose is fucking amazing. That sexy was pretty fucking cool too. I was like, oh, it takes it takes a lot to get me jealous, and I am literally Eagles green with envy uh, right now. The commentary stuff, like being uh, being asked to commentate on two uh, two great promotions out here in Canada, and then uh, potentially in talks with the third one for 2023. Uh, the commentating schedule <laughs> up, and uh, I couldn't be more blessed uh, from a guy right. who just became a fan to uh, started talking about it, started running with the. Uh, you know, running with the interviews and stuff like that. And I'm actually approaching, uh, it, the numbers don't reflect it, but I'm actually re- approaching my, uh, my 300 episode, which would be my 207th or 58th interview. 
which is pretty wild to me that I've had, uh, I've had 200 conversations. It's been pretty, that pretty is wild. That's that, and also being back on, uh, you know, Pass one, of these, one of these month later Thanksgiving Day specials with uh, Puff Puff fans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You gotta get a round of applause, man. <laughs> I honestly keep no, seeing We known each other for almost two years, and man, bro, I mean, two years basically. You fucking been killing it, bro. I, it's, it's. I'm, I'm really happy for you. You're really, I'm really extremely happy that you're up there right now, man. I'm, and one thing, I admire you. The reason, the fact, because now you're making. The Ontario scene up there, and that's what you're doing, and you're doing a phenomenal job doing that. And that's something that a lot of people, I hope, can see that from you as, as you know, as an example, as an admiration and inspiration. So you're you're really doing it, George. I'm happy. I'm really happy. To Fuck, do it. This motherfucker's trying to make me cry. Son of a bitch. Out <laughs> 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 of my heart, my familia. I, I love you for that, bro. Romano. Well, the show ends. We're all gonna be crying. Yeah. Amen to that. Well, uh, George, you're amazing. The mini host is better than me. I'm gonna say well, it right now. Joy, <laughs> because I'm Maury Povich, your ass. You are not his fucking father, thank God. Paternity tends to the male. Okay. Big bro. Sorry, Dom. Like, I love you, but you're more of big bro. <laughs> I know. Hold on, wait a minute, big bro, father. Listen, man, none of it. Nobody hears from Kentucky. Let's let's cut. Let's cut that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else? JD or Nick? Was an OMG moment? Anybody wants to take over? Oh, go, go. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say my OMG moment this year was probably cutting my hair. Yeah, and they viewed it on my show. I remember. My yeah, man, they, yeah. I had a surprise. Can I come on? I thought he was gonna drop an announcement. He comes on. He was like, "Surprise!" I'm like, "What's a surprise?" Like, yeah, cutting. Like, I think cutting my hair was my OMG moment this year. I was in the I, live I chat, like, what the fuck did you do, Kobe? Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's this random guy who think, got the one my life. Before or after the haircut, <laughs> fucking drop dead gorgeous to me. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. But I think that's probably my OMG moment, and um, just going to independent shows and wrestlers actually knowing who we are. Yeah, I think that was that's dope. Yeah. Like, even all the wrestlers know who we are. It's like, oh, now nah, you just come in, we don't have to pay for any tickets, anything now. So, nice. I think that's pretty much the, yeah, that's the dope. OMG so, moment. That's what I'm trying to get right there. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll give you the secret when we get off. Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> everybody, I'll give you guys the secret. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. It's called hustle. That's right. Oh, no, yeah. uh, nope, nope. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> I want to hear. Go ahead, JD. What you got for us? Well, that's Go the ahead, end of the JD. show because I want to hear what the fuck he has to say. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, JD. <laughs> nah, for me is just um, I'm a solo podcast, so, and I don't really do interviews, so it's not really knowing like how good your show is. And so for my OMG moment, I hit a thousand downloads this year nice. within a month. And just knowing, like, the recognition that I'm getting, you know, it's not a lot of Black women that's talking about wrestling out here. So it's like, you know, especially, and it's a male-dominated, you know, with podcasting stuff like that. As you can see. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And knowing and hearing people, like, really appreciate my work and, like, really, you know, giving the recognition. Because that's kind of what I wanted to do is to, like, 
put out there that there are women out there that watch wrestling. We take it, you know, we take it seriously. You know, we can sit there and talk the talk and stuff like that. I grew up with wrestling for the longest of time, you know, even before the Attitude Era when there was uh, Doink the Clown going against Jerry the King Lawler and stuff like that. So, you know. George, you got to write down a list of shit that makes you mad so we know when we're talking. That's why I mentioned it. If you, if you, know, that, if you know about that, then you you live you lived to see that and you know why. I always, I always mention that of how long I've been watching it. Like, And I still watched it after that. So, you know, it goes yep. to show. But yep. just seeing um, you know, people really appreciating the work that I put out there and stuff like that. Yeah. And then another one that's uh, personal and wrestling-wise was when WWE announced that WrestleMania 40 is coming to Philly, yeah, which is yeah. and <laughs> WrestleMania. So I love WrestleMania. WrestleMania 40 is actually happening two days before my 40th birthday. So hey, I'm already hey, hey, to do it up and stuff like that, no. and like really, I don't know. I'm gonna try to get free tickets from Triple H or Cody Rhodes or something like that. I'm hitting somebody up. I swear, if I had it like that, I'd be buying you tickets. Happy <laughs> <laughs> birthday, girl. Yo, y'all gonna be in Philly like, yo, my young boy, y'all going to um WrestleMania, my young boy? <laughs> my young boy. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, but just getting the recognition of knowing that, you know, the work that I'm doing is appreciated and being recognized. Yeah. You know, it's a really, yeah. IOMG moment for the year. Cheers to that. Oh, man. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I had to. <laughs> One of these weeks, I'm gonna get JD on Ladies Night with Ivy and Wendy. Ladies I swear to God. <laughs> Let me know. Yes, I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. I think I'm. I'm. I'm gonna make my free myself free that night. <laughs> that sounds like one hell of a fucking time i must say so myself <laughs> george is down george is down george knows where we're going. Uh, uh, no i'm not down i'm okay oh he's not down george <laughs> is not down <laughs> yeah no i'm a happily married um <laughs> go ahead nick Take it my wife is yeah. right here. No. <laughs> um, I got three. Um, ever since I was a uh, a fan, since 1998, I've uh, I've been a big fan of Ken Shamrock, and to finally have the opportunity to interview yeah. him was something special. Mm. Um, just a good dude. I mean, the shit that he's been through is uh, just. So I don't want to say relatable because he's been through some hard shit, but just to see somebody like that, a role model like that, and be able to uh, sit down and talk to uh, talk to him, that was really cool. Um, Great interview too. Sure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was. Was. And to get a co-host, I needed one. I had one for a little bit. He didn't do as well as I. Yeah, wanted. I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't we don't do. go. Don't go. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave it at that. I remember him. (laughs) Can we put him on mute for a second? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, Come on. Love you too, Nikki. Yep. To get get somebody. Yeah. You should go back and watch your sports show. It's nonstop. Every. (laughs) Tell me, he didn't just say that. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um damn it dom 
Uh, to get a co-host like Keith, I mean, just a awesome dude. So so lucky yeah. to uh, to get that uh, opportunity, and we've been doing a lot of great things, a lot of fun. Um, and the third thing was to actually meet a bunch of podcasters. We went to uh, Chicago for the for uh, Forbidden Door pay per view. Really fun. We went to a Warrior Wrestling event beforehand. You know how it is. We got drunk. We we had fun. We walked. You know. Chicago, the city, everything like that. Then the pay-per-view that night was just something special. I mean, something really cool. So that was fun to meet a bunch of guys and travel with, uh, you know, people I've never met before, obviously, you know, virtual. So those are the three things. But other than that, you know, this, right? Like, this is awesome. So cheers to all of you. Yes. A lot of Philly love here. Woo. Oh yeah! Love you. Go birds! <laughs> fly eagles, fly baby! <laughs> no, no, no. no, yeah. I'm All hail the Ocho, it. and I ain't talking Chris Jericho. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. So, so don't kick me out, but I'm actually the Cowboys fan from Philly. Oh, <laughs> seriously? You're no longer my queen. But I'm not I'm an Eagles you. hater, though. So there's Cowboys fans All in Philly right, that are Cowboys okay, fans, and they're Eagles. <laughs> Eagles haters, but I'm not Eagles hater. I was happy when they won the championship. I had so much respect. And I'm a Phillies fan. I'm a hardcore Phillies fan. You can't be a Phillies fan and a Dallas Cowboys fan. You know what? Sadly, my sister is, and I don't know why. Well, I can tell you. What the fuck you root for the Cowboys and the Phillies? That's bullshit. Why would you play games with me? Thank she you. Bad. <laughs> she, she ain't like, the one. I know bad. people who are like Red Sox. You see why I'm psycho? I've had my whole life yeah. with this. Listen, I live in New, I live in New York, I'm and I like the Grizzlies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the Knicks. Sucks. I mean, I have a, I have a reason. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks suck. Yeah, but yeah, we like, even the Nets suck yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I have a reason. <laughs> I, I live in Toronto. Like, y'all got I, Simmons. I, I, the, Net, yeah. the Nets are going to suck forever. <laughs> but but, but you, have, you, have, you have Toronto Raptors, NBA, but what about football? I mean, anybody in football? Well, yeah, we have the CFL, which is the participation sports of, uh, like, all of sports. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? Nobody recognizes the fucking CFL, though. I'm, I am a, I'm I a try to watch fan. it. I really do, George. I'm a New I really York Giants do. fan. So, in football, mm-hmm. I'm a Giants fan. Uh, okay. Basketball, I am a, uh, I'm a Raptors fan. Hockey, I mean, I got the Leafs, but whatever. I'm indifferent. And uh, as for um, baseball, I am a Red Sox fan. But I did enjoy in 93 when uh, the Toronto Blue were. Yeah, say what you want, dude. I got four championships in 10 years. <laughs> Thank you. High class with <laughs> He's 28, but that's cool. They're all bought and purchased. And didn't Aaron Judge just leave you guys? You guys are fucked. Did, oh. did he? Oh, Not looking good for the evil world. empire. Why is this I'm getting just saying. So... I'm just saying. <laughs> I, gotta watch, I gotta watch more ESPN. <laughs> I, I gotta bring the sports syndicate back because Kofi just tunes into my shit no matter what it is. So I can, Yeah, I, I didn't even know he left. <laughs> I don't watch TV, ladies and gentlemen. We do have the Jays over here, but I could now never cheer for the Jays. But I did enjoy in '93 when the Jays fucked the Phillies. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) Broke my heart, man. Joe Carter hit that home run that still hasn't fucking landed. It broke my fucking heart. Yeah, Joe Joe Carter did a lot of things. 
And don't yeah. forget, Otto Meyer did a lot of things too. I mean, he scratched his chin and shit. He became a hero. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Fucking wild thing, man. Back to back, Fuck baby. Him. Back to back. Oh, back oh, to back. Thank you. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Get him. <laughs> and then they do the close-up shot of everybody's bulging biceps. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh. Doesn't love a Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking hands. Come on. I mean, it ain't Rocky, but it's good. <laughs> um, Ivan. Oh. Ivan, you still never answered the your OMG moment either. Oh, 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 yeah. Come oh, on. man. I know. Meeting me. I know. I know. Jesus. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that, Sid. <laughs> I beat you to it by like a second. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I, mean, I mean, the OMG for me this year is seeing everybody grow. We started you know. this November 22nd, 2020. It was only five of us. And I remember those five. Throughout the within that year, it grew more and it grew more from the five to ten to now we have 20 of them. And you know, hopefully, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're gonna grow more where we are, but I mean, we are, we you know, these are selective, you know, people, of course, that we respect and you know, we pretty much, hey, you know what, I, I got you, you got me, we'll help each other out. The whole point is, we're all growing together. And, I, and I'm loving that we're doing this two years strong. And this is what I'm loving. And I, it's just seeing everybody growing, George especially, you know, you know, Kofi, Dom being a part, JD seeing her grow, Nick as well, now finally getting a co-host. And then my, of course, OMG moment is having that man right there being my host. It's I never thought I would find him, and but I found, there you I'm, go. found him and he it's now like he, he's family to me. He's my he's my little brother. So he yeah. he's my little brother. So okay, thank God. I thought you were going to say he's your son too. I was going to be like, what? No, I have All one right, son I'm only. Just... He's eighteen. Okay. He's, he's, he's that's what I have. No, he's my little brother. He is my little brother. Hey, like I, just, I don't know who's I don't know whose father's who, whose mother's. I don't know. It's all... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's only one oh, potential George mother, and I don't think JD's claiming any of us. So, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm George gladly claiming from Nero. That man got killed. He said today that I don't know how to fucking process. I don't Yeah, I have that effect of people, Georgie. I apologize. Yes. Yeah, no, it's all good. And I, I, know, a reason they call I know that everyone was shocked that I'm a Red Sox fan, but that's just family dynasty. My grandfather immigrated from Italy. He mm. saw the Jays opening sure. weekend, and they got smacked huh? around by the Red Sox 17-1. So he was like, yeah. fuck that. My high-class co-host would love you. He is a huge fucking Red Sox fan. But so I, I, do, I, I don't hate the Yankees. Listen, man, Derek Jeter is one of the greatest of all time. Motherfuckers are dope. I, I don't hate the Yankees. Yeah. I, I respect the Yankees thoroughly. I'm not that Red Sox Yankee. I'm indifferent. As long as the Jays don't win, I'm happy as fuck because I really hate the Blue Jays. I really do. <laughs> I just said that shit about fucking 93 because I just wanted yeah. to get Tom off, and it, it, it did. Mission accomplished, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom, two words for you. Joe Carter. 
black mark on my soul from childhood, Joe Carter. <laughs> Thought you guys had to hit a fucking home run, eh? Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck Wild Thing while I'm at it. <laughs> Wild, come on, Wild Thing was amazing. He had the best, most underrated mullet in the game. I, I'm not. I'm done. See you guys later. I can't have it. <laughs> There we go. Yeah, great mullet, no fastball. That was the problem. <laughs> I, I got a question. I got a question. I'm sorry, guys. I'm used to interviewing people, so I'm always no, no, in no, that no. mode. That's um, yeah. Making my job easier. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, always, I'm, I'm always in that mode of just asking questions. Um, We guys been doing this for a certain amount of time. Blah, blah, blah. You know, Thanksgiving is coming. Um, What are we most thankful for? Hey. There we go. Oh, shit. you know, I mean, far as far as you know, podcasts go. I mean, you could tell about your life or whatever you want. You know, yeah. I, honestly, the mute button. Outside of outside <laughs> of my family, I mean, my wife and kid are my world. But outside of my family, this because we weren't shit before I even found us. We real talk. We we were doing podcasts for nobody. We were the little podcast that couldn't. <laughs> And Ivan came in, <laughs> put us in the league, put us on with these people, and we these people ended up co oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, you heard. <laughs> and we ended up, you know, we ended up getting we ended up going through the roof, getting on the network, getting recognized and the support from from Ivan and from all y'all. It's just like man, I it blows me away every time. Like every fucking week, I'm like, yo, help me with this. And, and I got Six to twelve people going. I got you. That I that I actually watch and and appreciate, and I'm a fan of. And I'm like, fuck, you know, like this is this is ridiculous. This is happening to me. Like, nah, nah, I ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's wonderful. <laughs> Outside of family, this shit. Definitely, definitely. I'll go. Next. Everybody. I'll go hey, buddy, I'll go um, I'm thankful for, uh, uh, well, obviously my family, but uh, a lot of people don't know. I mean, you might if you listen to the show, but I had a really dark time last uh, December. It was a really uh, scary time, kind of bottom of the barrel, scraping a lot of stuff. Uh, depression, first bout with anxiety. It absolutely sucked. I don't wish that on anybody. And yeah. uh, if it wasn't for, uh, it wasn't for my wife and my daughter and uh, my daughters and uh you know, a couple uh, solid friends and my two sisters. Uh, I don't know if I would have seen 2022. This is dark, scary shit that uh, was going down. So uh, it wasn't easy to get through, but uh, through them and through a lot of people in here, especially Ivan reached out, uh, Kofi. Kofi was there for like a minute, which was huge. And uh, being able to get past that, see 2022, get medication, get happy, get happy, sorry, healthy. Uh, mentally and spiritually, uh, it was huge. I'm not a big believer in God or religion or anything like that. If you do, all the power to you. But whatever's upstairs didn't give up on me. So uh, that that was a big thing. So 2022 was huge for that. So no, I feel you on that because I'm not I'm not a big I'm not a big believer in all that myself. But I'm a believer in recovery because I I just hit 21 years clean in October. So you know coming from where i was where yeah younger i didn't think i'd make it to 2022 and here i am mm-hmm. yeah i I, want, and, I just want to piggyback off of uh off my guy 
um, George real quick. You know, um, I respect George for even saying that because, like, even earlier this year, I was going through my my whole thing, same same kind of uh, issues and all of that. And you know, Ivan, Mike, George, good brother, you know, they they kept me solid to the point where I'm still around. So I am thankful for support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can get along. You can get along fucking way with support. Trust me on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thankful for support. You know what I mean? Definitely. And that's the one thing why you know we all founded this for that reason to give each other that, and to remind ourselves every day that we do this because we love it, and not only that, for people to people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember that without you, none of this would be possible. Without worry. Your platform is that everything is that none of it would have been possible. Fans do care. People that watches, you know, that subscribe to you, that is watching you, yep. care. They really yep. care. And if they, you know, and I appreciate you, you know, George, you know, Kofi, Dom for opening those doors publicly here live. You know, for people to, yeah. who are watching, you know, that it's a lot of I have a lot of respect for that. And and I know those dark places as well. Mm-hmm. I've been through that deeply. Uh, since a lot of us do, I, I yeah. all of us, and I'm here, you know, this is a third, you know, but you know, when I was 11, you know, I lost both of my parents, so I, it was a dark time. I'm an only child, you know, my others, my family are like half brothers, I mean, stepbrothers, so you know, half, but that, what? Have that, that, you're so, a what uh, only child, an only that's child. a lie, an only child. that's a damn lie. You got a brother right here, yo, <laughs> I know, I got brother, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you are like, part of that support system for me, Devin. Yeah, all Real of us are. Devin, Devin, Devin too, man. Devin too, and that's what Devin, we Devin was like the Yo, first you. fan of us, no lie. And then he went and told Ivan about us, and the next thing you know, we were in the league. <laughs> Shit. You know, that, that's what we have that Whoa. support system. You know how how you know Devin's saying in the comments, we have a support, and that's what we're here to do: to support each yeah. other, help each other, and push each other. You know, you're doing fantastic work. This began. Why stop? Keep on yeah. going. You're doing it for you know for the fans like, that watches you. Push it. Keep going. Yeah. We got your back. We have your back. Anybody who is in the league. That's why overall, I, I, you know? I think Mike could tell you. Like Devin did. It for me. Next. I, I did it for De Niro when he first showed up. I, I was telling Ivan, you got to get this guy on your show. Like I, I, I worked with him. We chilled. I was like, this guy's cool. I was telling Ivan, put him on the show. Put him on the show. Well, it's got to be a vote. I don't give a fuck. Put him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that for sure, man. Real talk. Thank you. You know, somebody did it for me. I try to, I try to, I try to pay it right back. Nice. Definitely, yes. yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Ivan and Daniel started interacting with each other when Fanatic started. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. JB, what's not the only one you're thankful for? Well, outside my and kids, but having a space like this, um, you know, for podcasters and even for fans, growing up, you know, there wasn't really a lot of groups that you can like talk wrestling to or stuff like that, even outside with like gaming and things like that. But, you know, now today of having, of, you know, being able to talk about wrestling, being able to talk about uh, mental issues and stuff like that. Um, I had dark times when I was younger and it was actually wrestling that helped me through a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have such yep. a deep connection with wrestling, no matter what craziness yeah. is going through it. I'm going to tune in next week, you know, but amen, to- my queen. 
<laughs> but you even like for it. the league, you know, I was like I said, and um, Clark Street Go Wrestling was definitely like there for me as well. I was on there. I was with um, another podcast, um, you know, um, networking as well. And then, you know, with Clark Street Wrestling, dealing with them. And then they introduced me with the league. So having, you know, yes. a support system yeah. podcasting wise, because, yeah. um, you know, it's it's easy. You have co-hosts and stuff like that. But, you know, being introduced to the league and being introduced, you know, to a lot of different personalities and stuff like that. You know, Dom. it's a great <laughs> Dom, you know. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but having, you know, a great support system being I mean, that line, different not wrong, podcasts, you know, with George and the mini hosts. I love the mini hosts, you know. I, yes. I'm so like, I'm so happy for and exciting because, you know, I, that's something I wish I was able to do when I was younger, you know, being able to interview wrestlers and stuff like that. So yeah. seeing, you know, younger generations and stuff like that, you know, being able to do things that, you know, we couldn't do really when we were younger, you know, just having that support system of, you know, with the league. So I'm grateful for you guys. Yeah. Like I, I've said it on my, I've said it on my, I've said the same sort of thing. Wrestling is, is an escape for me. You know, yeah. even my son, like I, I've said it all over my show time and time again. I have a special needs child with autism and epilepsy. And some days it's hard to get him through a day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some days he's struggling. He's anxious. He had a seizure whatever. You throw on wrestling and it's like nothing ever happened. He's a happy guy. And we're just sitting there watching together. And then if I have a rough day with him and, I and you know, I, I'm finding it hard to cope. There are a lot of times I just get on with Bruce and Wendy and we talk wrestling and I forget about it for a while. When I come out, I'm feeling better. Yeah, and I can yeah. keep going. And so, you know, wrestling has given yeah. me a lot more than just a platform and a podcast. Yeah. Yep. I Nick. love it. Definitely, yeah. Nick. Nick is all you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything you guys said, I think we've all had hard times, Daddy. But at the end of the day. Oh. I love it. Is, I love it. I love it. Yeah. This we gotta is, make that a drop. We got to make that a drop. We have to. Nick's voice yeah. saying it. This is what it's all about. Absolutely. Yeah. Just getting on and sharing stories. It doesn't have to be about wrestling. It can be about, you know, what we just discussed a little bit ago. This is yeah. it. So cheers to that. Cheers to you guys. Two more years, three more years, 200 more years. Let's do it. Hey, this cheers. is going to be going for a yeah. long time. It's going to be going for a long time. I love it. That's right. Long dude. fucking time. <laughs> Who was that? Yes. That In is words, my, my music producer for the Circle of Debate. In the words of Stevie Richards, we're taking over. <laughs> like I said, I mean, I'm just think I'm really thankful for those two. The last one is just thankful that you know now finally, hopefully within coming 23, league is gonna be something that no one has done before. I'm not gonna spoil it, uh, but it's gonna be. Something that it will make history for all of us. And that's my goal. My goal is, see, I'm not a selfish man. People tell me, why are no. you not selfish? Why are you helping them? Why not? I care about everybody. I, can, I want everybody. I haven't I want made everybody. my intro. <laughs> I haven't made my <laughs> intro and my outro. And he didn't charge me shit for it. He's just like, here you go, dude. So, wow, thank you. <laughs> He's the most generous like, fucking person I know. You know, I just try to, yeah, yeah. I want everybody just to grow. That's all I want to do. You know, I want everybody to have the same food on the table that I have. I want everybody to eat. That's what I want. That's the goal. We hungry. All right, since yeah. I'm running this thing, <laughs> since I'm 
Oh, my bad. I forgot we got my, my bad, Mike. My bad, Mike. I did that. My fault. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I, I just really am thankful, just like everyone said, though, for like support. Um, earlier this year, it was a good chance that I was close to being homeless. Like, I was literally a couple weeks, yeah, same here, for losing everything. And I never was one to ask for help. I put out on the league um, IG page. I was like, yeah, I'm going through a tough time if anyone could help. And the amount of support that I got was insane. And it really helped out. And it's just like really heartwarming like to see how people who I never even met, never even like did a show with, like reaching out, even if it was just like to give advice, like it meant so much to me. So that was a big thing that I was thankful for. And yeah, it's just like, like Nick said, it's all about this, like getting to meet people, getting to talk wrestling and just, you know, not having fellow colleagues. It's more of you know, family. 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 Yeah. Yep. For sure. So. There we go. <laughs> We're one fucked up looking Brady Bunch, but that's what Yes. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> but we got each other. For sure. I mean, JD's kind of got curls. <laughs> yeah, but if we're the fucking Brady Bunch, does that, because fucking Alice is in the middle, does that make me fucking Alice? Because I ain't never seen in that kitchen to make me a meatloaf, mother. I'm going to be honest, I'm not sure who I am. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't even know much about the Brady. Coach, you can be whoever you want to be, bro. Oh, I'm doing it right now. All right, all right, all right. All right, I got a question, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, um, another question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna pick up and run this. Yo, Kobe, on the hot seat. Yeah, all, I'm, that's what I'm about to do. We're all exactly in the about to do. now. Kofi's going to ask the question. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm about to put everybody in the hot seat. That's, that's me. Um, Wakanda just came out. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to ask the question I usually ask on my podcast. Uh, if you guys had superpowers to help you with your podcast, what would it be? Ooh. Mm. To be the next Maury Povich. <laughs> I'm good at it. I'll give you that much. No, I don't know what it is, but you are. I think I saying. think him and Maury Povich have a great relationship. You know. I mean, you already. Yo, I, you want that, I want that tonight, Professor so. X telepathy, so I can make everybody watch my shit. <laughs> oh, I'm like already it. naturally I like aggressive, so I mean, just give me the Wolverine claws. That'd be good. I'm already naturally overly aggressive, and also he's Canadian too. Look at that, another great fucking Canadian. Like, you know what? <laughs> uh, I want a combination of Wolf, of the of the Professor X telepathy, and, and then I want my Deadpool power so I can live forever. Mm, JB, another stop. fellow Canadian. There he is, my tribe. What? Acknowledge me. <laughs> that should be one of Devin's oh my god moments of 2022 is when I actually said to him that I acknowledge Roman Reigns. It was painful. But I said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was really fucking painful, but I did. What's up? But it was so his pleasure. <laughs> I, caught, I caught myself putting ones up in Devin's chat. 
I was like, uh. Yeah, uh, uh, you got to. You got to acknowledge the tribe of Chiefs. As soon as the curtain pulls back and they come on screen, I'm throwing up the one. All right, all right. It's on JD. It's on JD, though. Another OMG moment of 2022, which I forgot about until I saw him. One night I go on Clark Street with Devin and Fees, and they announced that I am now the third member of the Shield of Podcasting. Like, I love it. The Messiah. That's the tribal chief. I am now the lunatic fringe. I'm like, they ain't fucking right. talking about this. They just sprung it on my ass. I'm sitting there like, really? Thank you. Oh, I love that. There we go. Yeah, shield brother. brother. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I asked the question, you know, if everybody has superpowers to help them with their uh, podcast, what would it be? You know what I'm saying? It's on JB. And then I think uh, Mike next. And then you up. Hmm. I'd say probably being able to read minds, you know, know exactly what questions I should ask and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. See, you want that Professor X shit. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty much like one of the superpowers that actually would work with as far as with podcasting. So. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Who, who got next? Who got next? Yeah, next, I want the ability not to sweat because I'll be watching back my podcast and I'll be downplaying sometimes. I'm like, yo, right? I'm, I'm, I'm mad as a motherfucker I didn't turn this fan on. I'm starting to sweat myself. I know the feeling. I got a big forehead, so I'm always like, damn, my shit's shiny. Mm-hmm. Right here. Nice. My shit's shiny and I got blade marks in it. Word. <laughs> Got a big forehead. Fuck, my shit takes up half the goddamn screen. <laughs> listen, listen. If I don't, if I put a hat on the wrong way, I got this Stephen A. Stephen, you know what I mean? Trust me. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, we can't highlight. We it can't highlight good, it. Ritter's man. in the building. What's good, Ritter? <laughs> I got you. I got What's you. good? It's good. Smacking it raw. The only yeah, podcast man. on Pornhub. You gotta love that shit. That is right. I, like, I, catch myself going, I, catch, I catch myself going to watch it. I catch myself going to watch it and getting distracted. Right? <laughs> There's a lot on that site that might distract. Uh, let me see what this is going on. on. Never works out. Never works out. Oh, it. let me go watch. Oh shit! What is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck. No, as long as as long as you don't turn around like me and go, baby, can you do that position? Oh, <laughs> Well, nah, nah, it's on you, Devin. It's on you. It's on me. Uh, a power to help podcast and give me, give me techno powers. All right, so I can control social media, drive up engagement for y'all, and you know, and take care of itself. So yeah, he's about a hundred clips a day. You <laughs> <laughs> know the right algorithm. There That's right. Exactly. Crack like, the algorithm, like, get it going. Travel Chief, Travel Chief, yeah. come here. I need Wi-Fi. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one who had a power that helps everybody else. So, right. Yo, I'm always going to look for everybody else, man. That's me, man. I, I never put myself over everybody else. I'm, you know, I ain't shit, really, you know? Just a, just, a human, motto, I'm just a human being. That's all I am. Just a regular Listen, person. You, can't, you right? can't take my motto, man. You can't take my motto. That is literally my motto. I ain't shit, and I ain't trying to be shit. <laughs> I already told everybody if it weren't for Devin, I'm not in this league. So so he's he's spot on with that shit. 
<laughs> Just like to put my people on. Hey. Make it on, like, on how to edit and produce and, and what oh, to use and all this other shit. It's crazy. Like without Devin, I don't know where I'd be. Yeah. yeah. Shout out yeah. to the shout out. Anyway, I can put the ones up real quick. There we go. Okay. Y'all too kind. Y'all too kind. Okay. <laughs> That's why he's my tribal chief. <laughs> Fuck Roman, that guy. Nah. <laughs> Never my tribal chief. Never fuck that guy. Never. That man. Head of the table, sir. That is my tribal chief. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Give me, give me the power of the influence. Let me hear me say. As soon as you say like and subscribe, yeah. everybody's like, okay. That, that <laughs> would be like a no power. Yeah, that's a good. That is a good. I like Nick. Yeah, I agree with Devin. You know. That that kind of power is uh, something special, and I think you know we deserve that. So that would be cool, you know, to help mm. each other that way too. So other than that, any interview I want, but come on, let's be realistic oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of the telepathy thing. Like you, just, yeah. you just get, you just like reach out to somebody in your mind and go, "You're going to do an interview." You know what? My me. superpower <laughs> would be, <laughs> I would go back, erase what I said. Woman Wayne's, and then <laughs> oh, but it was epic. And then uh, there we go. But no, I agree with you, Devin. I mean, I love you for that shit, though. That that kind of power, that kind of power would be uh, very useful. Most what are you gonna say? Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Hell yeah, it takes care of everything, I mean, man. Wait, wait. We already know what the professor. Gets. Oh, I got one more. It's already there. What you got? What you got? Go ahead, Nick. I would turn uh, Jesus. What is a one? No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're talking superheroes, not fucking Jesus. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. right. He would turn he would turn shaking. (laughs) Ah, he's gone now. (laughs) He said Jesus. I thought what is a one. I'm sorry. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dom's been talking way too much. Ivan, you got it. (laughs) Always do that. Take it away, Ivan. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, you know, Kofi said it. I mean, I have the Professor X is just, you know, have all that, you know, telepathy power. I mean, everybody to subscribe to us and follow us. Bring that power positivity, baby. No pun intended. You a new day. But, you know. You uh, have a little bit, though, because you might have got Karrion Cross back in WWE. You interviewed his ass, and the next thing you know, he was there. I'm just saying. Uh, I was there hanging out with him behind the scenes. And we're now personal friends. He follows me personally. But other than that, I did not interview him. Matt Callis did. So, I mean, kudos to him. Big dog. Big dog. That's still big dog. Shout out to the invisible hand. (laughs) I was was behind the scenes recording that. So, yeah. There you go. And coming soon, soon, spoiler alert, De Niro and Chris Uh are going to have a big ECW legend they're going to be interviewing soon. Oh, shit. Nice. Uh, You gotta wait until subscribe and watch. You'll see who's gonna be. Unsubscribe, damn it. Who? (laughs) All right. I got another question. I got another question. Let's hear it. Since we've been podcasting, what has been your OMG, I fucked up moment? Can I curse (laughs) on him? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. We've like, been cursing. What the fuck? The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. 
love you it. You better not bring your kid. Love that, love that. Smoking on that, you dig and asking, can I curse? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I have to look at myself like. Uh, what has been. All right, since you guys have been podcasting, what has been your OMG? Oh, I, I got a up. good one. All right, this, I'm going to go to first. Okay. Uh, when I first started fucking with Zoom and, and StreamYard, I didn't know how to press record. Oh, and I, had, I, had, I had an interview with Tommy Dreamer. Jeez. And wow. I never recorded it. Never recorded it, so we just sat there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's up there. That's, oh. Yeah, that's, mine. That's mine. Up guys. <laughs> Yeah, mine's similar. I uh, deleted the video recording of my interview with Mike Kyoto, so I only had the audio version. Oh, I was wow. so upset. This was recent too, and uh, I bought every kind of software you can you can get in order to you know find the files because I app I deleted it, I put it in the recycling bin, and then I emptied the recycling bin. So I downloaded oh. every I, I downloaded like three different softwares, a hundred bucks each. No way I could have gotten it back. So, I mean, everything went well. I got decent views. I got some publications to cover it. But still, like, in that moment, it's like, Mike Kyoto. Oh. That video. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my moment. And I've been there too, Kof, with uh, not pressing the record button. But it was only for 10 minutes. <laughs> not the entire <laughs> oh. interview. Yeah. That, that's, no, that happened to it's me. Entire yeah. That happened to me once too. It's kind of my OMG moment. It, thankfully, it was with a friend who uh, who uh, did some did some hip hop and so, and and focused on wrestling when he, in his rhymes. And uh, yeah. we tried to get him on live and do an interview with him. And we talked to him for a good two hours. And then I realized that I never clicked the button to go live. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and yeah, I looked at him and I was like, Chels, um, we got to do this again." He's like, "Why didn't didn't you get it?" I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna ask Kyoto the same thing. I was gonna say, "Yo, let's redo it," but and, just, and he yeah, did. My he man came did. back the next day, sat for another two plus hours, let yeah. us ask all the questions all with over you again. for another changed. two hours. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's a big fucking deal. I, again, you're out of line, but you're not oh. wrong. Oh, oh, fuck, hey yo, what the fuck? I got, I got, I kind of got one, but it's not really the greatest. Like when we were first recording, when I had my my two former co-hosts, um, we were doing an episode on factions, and, like the history of factions, some great factions. And for the life of me, the whole episode, I kept saying fraction. Oh, um, uh, fucking episode! And then when I went back to edit it. I had to like audio dub over oh, faction yeah. with faction, so it was horrible because I couldn't get the volume right. So it would be like, so yeah, let's talk about this next fraction. And then I had to do. I was like, faction, faction, and it, I was spelling out faction. Faction. It was. If you go back to the audio archives. It was like episode. 20 or 25 yeah it's still up there i just i leave it up there now because it just sounds like out of nowhere i'm just yelling the word faction yeah because uh, i couldn't get the audio, <laughs> like, a, like an anime dub or something oh yeah it's horrible yeah it's like horrible absolutely yeah. worst worst moment That's ever funny. yeah i've been there too yeah, to yeah dub for something me ever. 
for me, um, it was my computer crashed <laughs> and I couldn't record with, you know, my mic and everything for like four weeks because my oh, computer no. just mm. wasn't turning on. So I had to record on my phone, which, you oh, know, yeah. not the best audio ever. Um, luckily, I was able to, you know, I had to get a whole new computer and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah I, I got two. Um, one is like really, really bad. And then the other was like, a, um, one of them was recently when I first started doing the DeLorean live on Circle Debate, I think it was like the second show where I'm doing the whole intro and I'm talking for like 10 minutes and everyone's in the comments. I'm not even seeing the comments. But everyone's like, can't hear you, can't hear you. That I looked at my it was muted. I was like really like feeling the points I was saying. I was like, my <laughs> <laughs> man was animated. You couldn't hear a fucking word he said. <laughs> Like it looked like he was really into it. What about you guys last or this week? You guys were live. Ivan was like, "You guys are live. You know that." I I had no control. That that. was that that was like an OMG episode. Like we started out. I hit the intro. The intro started lagging on my end. We were live on YouTube on the other end, but but everything was muted. So I'm trying to stop it. I'm trying to do whatever, and it won't. And nothing works. So and I'm just I don't want to be the first one to talk. I don't even know I'm on. I'm just mean mugging like Jay Uso, and that's all people are getting live. And then in the middle of the show, Ivy just loses her audio out of nowhere, and she's doing all this, and I'm like, I'm doing the play-by-play on what she's saying for the for the audio podcast after the fact. I'm like, okay, she just said "son of a bitch." Now she's asking for a moment. She's back. No, we can't hear her. She just said fuck. She just said fuck. Now she's throwing a fit. She's pouting. Okay, she's leaving again. Hopefully now. And then by the end of the show, we're we're wrapping up. I'm, I'm doing social medias with everybody, and my power goes out. Wow. And now Mike and Ivy are on, and I'm not. And Mike, because I went back to edit the show, Mike actually does a great job wrapping the show and thanking everybody and everything else, but I'm the host of it, so he can't end it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like trying to wrap it up, and then I'm like, wait a minute. I can't end the live stream because I'm not the host. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it took me a minute to get my power and my internet back, and I pop in, and they're both sitting there like, oh, we thought we were going to be here till like 3 a.m. You, you were never coming back to end it. <laughs> no, my, my other... Um, holy shit moment was I used to do the podcast at Gotham Studios. I think that's where uh, Jobber Tears does their podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, I got a little passionate about a point and I had a water bottle on the table and I like banged the table. The water bottle spilled onto the mixing machine. Oh, God. And oh. let's just say I owe Gotham Studios to this day like $900. But <laughs> that was a really fucked up moment too. But, Damn. You get that yeah. famous phone call every now and then. When can we expect payment? Oh, uh, you yeah. get one, let me know. We can be surprised I together. <laughs> I, I got emails like, oh, you have like 900 left. Because I, it was like a thousand. I gave him like a hundred. And then, you know, shit was tough. So, I, like, the last thing I'm going to do is like give to Gotham when I need to pay rent. So, they got, yeah. they got it like that. Fuck out of here. You pull the shit out the back. You know what happens when you owe money in Gotham? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman. He started taking bats to the kneecaps. That Batman come. My fuck up was drunk and with Jacob Fatu and never recorded the show. We recorded the vlog. Wow. Saying, saying hey. Uh, well, yeah, because I, I felt so, I'm going to say it now, but 
it was a PCW show. Jacob Fatu, he did came and say, you know, say he watched Circle of Debate, and then he's all right, all right, who's come on, man, let's fucking let's, you know, let's fucking do this interview. Fuck it. Yeah, at first he said he wasn't gonna do it, and then he's like, all right, let's do it. Some, you know, my buddy was so high because you know Jacob <laughs> Fatu passed him the fucking you know yeah. The Dutch. Oh yeah, I know. And, 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 I know. I know. Yeah, good, good. I know, I know Fatu, trust me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, me too. And and uh, so I had my phone on, and then I didn't realize I was so fucked up because he got yeah. me fucked up. I did not hit the record on my phone for the audio, and then my, my other buddy who was doing the video did not hit the record on his video. Mm. All this time, we were just talking, like, yeah. really good stuff, and we were really passionate. And, and then, you know, like, I woke up the next day, I'm like... Did we ever record it? Like, no, no. Like, oh, yeah. wow. oh wow. Never happened. Yeah. One of yeah. the best interviews that you I ever... ever have them, them fuck up moments where you show up to a Zoom call or something with your podcast with your podcast name on to the wrong spot because I've done it. I do, I do that to my kids, my kids, my kids' school all the time. Yeah, I showed up. <laughs> I showed up to. I showed up to a virtual appointment with my son's psychiatrist with South Philly Psycho on top of my shit. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Always, I, I always, listen, my says says coffee weeks in it. Every time I, I log into one of my kids' Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee weeks. Then it has the big Dirty Hills shit on the back. Jeez, like, even, my son's, even my son's teacher, like, we had a virtual IEP meeting pop in and it says South Philly Psycho. I'm like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my name's Nick, but every now and then I'll do it like on uh for for like work. I'll log in and it's the Universal Wrestling Podcast, and I kind of like to keep my you know shit separate from work. But yeah, yeah. Then the question goes, you know, where are you guys at? Are you on YouTube? And then it's like, ugh, come on. But yeah, every now and then oh, it's everywhere. The, I want to yeah. see if you following policy. Yeah, <laughs> no, answer the question, Nick. Answer the question. Well, uh, mess up moment, right? Yeah, OMG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think everybody had that one moment when you just forget to record. You know, me and Fees had that when we yeah. first started this podcast. Had a couple of fuck up moments, you know, just out of my control. I could think of the most one uh, with Circle of Debate when we finally had our first official debate. Oh, no. What happened? Had it on, on this. Uh platform called riverside that we i used to use about a year and a half ago and lost yes. the whole fucking oh, no. episode yes oh, no. it was wow. super, wow. super pissed we lost like super pissed we lost like 90 percent of a survivor series episode the top rope and clark street did on that same fucking platform yeah <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I, I was like, you know what? It's time for a change. Yeah, it's time for a change. I was like, I need to find a different platform. The first time he met Dom was a huge fuck up, but okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Okay, wait. Talk wrestling. I subscribe. Fuck that. Got one more OMG moment for myself. I was standing out. One more OMG moment. I was standing outside of Madison Square Garden, and you know, I was working. And I was meeting all these wrestlers, and it was coming by. I was getting all these pictures with all the wrestlers. And uh, I see Triple H come by. And I got so fucking nervous. Nice. Like, when I'm, I've never gotten nervous in my life. But I, when I mean, I got so nervous. He's like, hurry up and take the picture, kid. 
And I'm like, <laughs> like I'm literally, I'm literally fumbling my phone. But mind you, like, it's the game. Right, if you go to Master Square Garden, it's only a certain place where you're supposed to get the pictures at. But I worked there, so I knew where to go yeah. to get the pictures. Yeah. So I'm in this, like, little sex I'm not supposed to be getting yeah. pictures with the wrestlers. And and I get so nervous because Paul Heyman's, like, right behind him. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, Paul Heyman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then two seconds later, after he just walks off, I'm like, fuck, I didn't get the picture. I was pissed. But two seconds later, almost comes up. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm even more nervous now. Now I'm just a fucking nervous wreck. Yep. Because, like, yep. wrestler after wrestler after wrestler is just walking up. And I can't get any pictures because I'm so nervous. I just put my phone in my pocket. Yeah. And just said, fuck it. Yep. You, you were meeting so many big names that day. And then the only picture I saw was, like, you and Akira Tozawa. Yeah, I got one. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was fucking... It was crazy. Oh, that was, fuck him, man. We can take yeah. yeah. It was. I, I, I got. I got. To, uh, I met a Kiritsu hour that day. Uh, um, uh, Elias, um, the Brawling Brutes, nice. Becky Lynch. Nice. Uh, yeah. It was a bunch of yeah. them I met, and then I was just so nervous. And then I got to see him wrestle backstage, but I was so fucking nervous. Like, yeah. God. And then yeah. everybody at my job at the time knew that. You're the wrestling guy. It was yeah. like so when it happened, it was like, oh yo yo, go go downstairs. I, I was so fucking nervous, I couldn't do shit. I was like literally frozen. Like ah, they don't want to talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It was just one of those times I got frozen. It was an OG. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. that. I, fuck that up. I got one more too. When I interviewed Adam Cole, I was obviously nervous, and I asked if you if I wanted if he wanted me to call him by his you know legit name, which then. I wasn't thinking, but I knew it was Austin. But I said, "You want me to call you by your real name, Adam?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> luckily, luckily, it wasn't. It was before oh, I hit no. the yeah, before I hit the record <laughs> button. But I'm like, and I googled it, Austin. I'm like, damn it, I knew it too. Shit I like told that, you to you know? lose his number. Yeah, <laughs> still got his email. Have you guys I'll called? Uh, again. No. <laughs> have you guys called the wrestler the wrong name yet? Oh yeah. No. Oh! Met Which one? Which one, George? Let's hear Which it. one? I want to hear it, George. Fuck. All right. Fine. <laughs> I just thought I would carry this moment to my grave. But when I was interviewing Al Snow, for whatever oh. fucking reason, I have no idea why I called him Adrian, and I have no idea why. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck Adrian came out. Maybe I had watched Rocky beforehand. I'm not 100% sure. The, Yo, Adrian. I threw Adrian out and he looked at me. I did it. And I was like, yeah. Mm. All right. We're just going to, thankfully, I can redo the intro real quick. But yeah, that was a huge fuck up. All That's funny. I can't pronounce names right sometimes. Sometimes the names are very hard to pronounce. So I'll just, yeah. I'll, go by the, I'll go by like the moniker. Like, yeah, this is such and such. Yeah. I did that. I had mm. a, uh, I had a friend, but Devin's met Felipe. He uh, ah, yep. He told me one night, he's like, I can get you Penta and I can get you Drago. I was like, do that shit. And and I'm marking the fuck out because like, I love Penta. That's that's my dude. And Drago's the shit too, but but Penta is like one of my all-time favorites. And and I get on with him. I get on with Felipe and he said, you know, a lot of the, you know, these guys, they, they mostly speak Spanish, so I'm going to translate. I was like, that's fine. That's cool. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And and Drago comes on, says something, and and Felipe says he only has ten minutes. I'm like, okay, cool. So I hit record. And I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the show. Blah, blah, blah. Today we have Penta, and Drago got and Drago got so fucking mad. 
he cussed me out in Spanish. And I swear on the way out the door, because Felipe told me he's like, Penta can't come. Drago Drago talk to him too. I was like, geez. Oh man. Wow. That's an epic fucking troll. I was just I was marking out like I'm a fan, you know, like it's hard not to. I was so fucking excited. So when we got on, I just said, uh, I just, it, I said the wrong name. I was going to interview them both, and I said the wrong name, and he got so fucking mad. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I fucked myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, but I got I to gotta go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, me too. They, they, they keep knocking at my door, and I, I know yeah. what that means for me, my ladies. Uh, but, yo, I'm thankful for you guys. Yo, absolutely. you already know what it is. You know the name, you know the slogan. Oh, Oh, happy uh, three-year anniversary. I, I meant to say that last night. No problem. Oh, thank you. I, I didn't make it. We didn't make it a big thing this year. We got an episode coming out. Um, Three-year anniversary episode is coming out. I'm going to get you something, um, but happy anniversary, fam. I'm sorry. Life's thank you, everybody. Yep. Appreciate yeah, everybody, man. Uh, well, We're we going to talk. We got a lot of shit. On the- yeah, man. Salute. Right, Peace. You already know Peace. what it is. JD, hit me up. I got to get on your show, too, girl. You know what it is. Okay. I think I'd have been on everybody's show here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? Hit me up, J.D. You know what it is. Y'all know the name. Y'all know the slogan. We rip our shirts off because we stay smoking. I'll add. Yes, sir. You know the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to peace, too. Guys, it was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Um, support, like we said, from day one. So. That's all that matters, baby. Yep. Take it easy. All right, yeah. right. Evan, Get up out of here, man. Get up out of here. I'll be in the chat later. <laughs> My man. Peace, guys. All right. All right. All right. All right. The last question of all. So Wait, guys, go I, I got to go. I got to No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I, actually, I actually do have to go. So I, if I could give my answer first, and I'll say my goodbyes and wrap it up. But what's the next question there, Evan? The last one here of all time. This is a one that all in pro wrestling is a promotion is missing. If so, what's missing? Hmm. That's hmm. a good question. That's a good question. There's a lot to attack in that question. Fuck. I mean, oh, Kofi took over. He took over. And I'm like, I wasn't going to be like, hey, you know what? No, 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 no it's, all it's all good. Last question, I'm, George got a. You know what? Yeah, I, I might have to go on a tangent. Uh, no, pro wrestling is missing CM Punk. No, they're not. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, what pro wrestling is is missing is um more unity uh collaboration over competition like uh, forbidden door was a great uh opportunity to see what big promotions can do when working together but i also feel like these big promotions need to start giving back i mean everyone in their stories talks about cutting their teeth on the indies doing this and that working you know driving for 20 bucks at a show sometimes not getting paid setting up ring crew and yet once they get to the top it's like everybody kind of forgets what the indies does and what the indies represents so why not have once a year where you could find the best indie wrestlers like they kind of did with the may young classic but make it almost like a tough enough but where you have a king of the ring style tournament and that indie wrestler whoever wins gets a shot at a contract for one of these big promotions and it could be any of these promotions vying for it or they could all come together if tony khan could get his head up from whatever line of coke he's snorting that day and if if maybe Triple H will change the landscape too, because I find that Tony Khan is still playing those games where he is uh, he's still taking shots, and it's like you know what? There's no need to take shots anymore. You have your side, we have our side, but we can still coexist. Mm-hmm. If if everyone just got together and did a little bit of uh, collaboration over competition, 
the wrestling world will be so much more cooler than it already is. And I mean, think about those dream matches that we could have. I would love to see, you know, Roman Reigns cross over into an AEW ring. I would love to see MJF cross over into a WWE ring. There is opportunity for big money to be made when the fact is that the fans just want these dream matches. And we don't want to wait till two guys are in the twilight of their career, like Sting and Taker, and then not get it. We're hoping for it and that it never happens. And the only time we can get it is when we turn on our PlayStations or our Xboxes. Or in Mm -hmm. Dom's case, I think it's probably N64. I'm not sure. (laughs) honestly it's really uh collaboration over competition just something along the lines of that where these companies can come together and even giving these indie stars an opportunity like there's again so many great talents over here in ontario and i i know it feels selfish to be big enough canada but i have to because there's no eyes over here and every time yeah. we try Amen. to we try to cross into the state side we end up getting fucked three ways from Sunday and banned for life because apparently we're taking jobs from American wrestlers. We're not. There's plenty of the pool to share. But the problem is the spotlight is over there. There's no spotlight here. And I've said this before about an NXT Canada, and people have looked at me like I've had three heads. We don't need an NXT Canada. NXT UK didn't work. Well, duh, duh, fuckhead. They're actually turning into NXT Europe. So they're actually giving more wrestlers an opportunity. We're going to see wrestlers from Italy. We're going to see wrestlers from Spain. We're going to see right. wrestlers from Denmark, New Zealand. We're going to see wrestlers from all over uh, Europe on that program when it drops why can't we have an nxt north america why can't we have some canadian talents why can't we have some mexican talents there's an opportunity for collaboration over competition if the world if the world just got its head out of his ass and everybody just stopped fighting put down the guns put down the bullshit and just found a common grief like we're supposed to be you know the dream child of whatever god you believe in if that's the case why the fuck have we been fighting for two thousand years I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, man. And that's my uh, epic rant. Uh, and that one actually was a little bit more PG-13. I think it's because Devin's on the show, and I want to acknowledge and- my travel team. Not- <laughs> <laughs> you don't got a filter for me. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, no, I'm with you. Know, I'm with you. got a filter. Shitting on me, so, you know. I- <laughs> Why you got a filter for the travel team? See, he's thinking. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I said this at the beginning of the show. Devin wasn't on the show at that point, but in Canada, we can lie, but we can still be so sincere when we say I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, that was sincere, too. It was. I have a little bit of Isaac Hayes, man. If we turn the lights down right now, I'd have you swooning, baby. <laughs> Don't even I get mugged and I turn it I on, on Ivan right last now night. If I, really but to. I need you. Baby, all the lights down low. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so, so sweet and soft. Ivan was like that in our live I'll chat with Ivy. Are you fucking kidding me? Dom, why the fuck are you pulling out a cigarette? What the fuck? That wasn't for you. That's for JD, man. What the hell? But anyways, that's that's my. I just love you, Georgie. Yeah, I know. That's my epic rant. Uh, that's my two epic rants. But I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I was honored uh, to be able to get real and share some stuff that some people may have not known of uh, the dark you, times man. I was facing last year. So it was great to be back on this time around. I'm sure I'll be back for the Christmas celebration because that's the one holiday we all celebrate together. But happy yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> to the second class Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving happened a fucking month ago. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Thank you. There you go. Yes, happy belated Thanksgiving. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Because Canada, we do it. That's why we do it better. Sure. Okay.
But listen, listen, you don't have to you don't have to like it. You just got to get used to it. Acknowledge Canada, baby. Acknowledge Canada. <laughs> I mean, you guys are on the map because of Sami Zayn. So you guys, you guys. Well, yeah, yeah but we've been Uzi from time. All you motherfuckers just been catching up on it. We've been Uzi from time. You know the Heart Foundation. Let me coin the Jericho. fucking phrase. The Heart okay. Foundation, fucking Chris Jericho, fucking Kevin Owens, who main evented with Stone Cold. We all talked about that earlier being a forgettable moment. But he main evented WrestleMania with a Canadian. Okay, a Canadian, a great Canadian, <laughs> the best U.S. champion of all time because he was fucking Canadian. That's why. All right, there we go. That's right. <laughs> now I'm getting fucking easy. Yeah. Right, let's fucking go. You stay in the Where the fuck was that Tony Khan during the other press conference? See, he wasn't right? coked out. See, fucking either do coke all the time or don't. <laughs> there's no, there's no gray area. You either are a cokehead or you're not a cokehead. There's no fucking. There, you can't be a Sunday cokehead. You can't do it. You got. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> all right, but I gotta go, fam. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Uh, congratulations on Killer 2022. Can't wait to see what 2023 holds. Yeah. And from you know Clark Street. All the way up to TRWT. I acknowledge everybody. There we go. I said it. Okay. There. That's the last oh, time, Devin, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say it anymore. I acknowledge Roman Reigns six months ago. Uh, it's off the table for me. <laughs> sure. You'll say it again. I probably will say it again. Yeah, I'll say it after I say how oozy I am. You see that? There's a difference now. There's one slogan taken over. You see that, Devin? Huh? I see. I got All you. Right. All right, I appreciate you guys all. Be all safe. Right. Happy Thanksgiving yeah, to all of you guys. Okay? Take care. Good night. All right, Joe. Take care, brother. Love you, man. That's how you go out. That's how you go. Out. That's how you go. Very oozy. That's how you go. leave. Oh, oh. Oh, let's see. Anybody wants to go next on this one? I'll go next because I actually have to be I have to get ready for my live show in about thirty yes. minutes. Okay. So. Don't worry, we'll be over there after this. I'll be over there in the chat room. I'm in there. Ah, yeah. appreciate it. Appreciate I'm it. Comment of the night again, like I always do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to I want to piggyback off of George's point. You know, collaboration. I think that's key. Mm -hmm. Uh. I want to be different too. So I'll go with kayfabe. That's what's missing. All right. Uh, yeah, internet fucked it up, but truly that's what's missing that, that, that connection to wrestling. Cause if you look back in the day in the eighties and the nineties and went back when wrestling, the territory days in the deep South, that audience were thought it was real. You know, when, when mm -hmm. wrestlers got le legitimate heel heat, you know what I'm saying? They, they, wrestlers uh the fans were waiting by your car getting ready you getting ready for you to come out so they can just you know give you these hands let you know what's up uh you know or just that or on the like other side fucking up sergeant slaughter's camouflage cadillac back oh, in the day man <laughs> more moments like that when, when people were pissed off at sergeant slaughter when he went on the other side of the fence uh you know it was you know just moments like that I think that's what's really missing, and, and, and it's hard. And I don't, I don't, and I don't know if we ever would get it back, uh, back to that mm -hmm. true connection of wrestling because of kayfabe. We got other ways, you know, storylines, you know, watching it from like a storyline perspective slash movie. That's cool, yeah. but 
I remember yeah. when I when I thought it was real. You know, it's it was a different type of connection. Yeah. When when Stone Cold came in, just oh, he's about to kill Vince. He got the gun and bang. I was I was like, <laughs> I, I thought it was going down. I thought it was going down. I was like, man, he's about to commit murder on live TV. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> So Pelman 1911. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. when, when they went off like that, it was insane, <laughs> insane. You know, Undertaker. I'm thinking he got real life powers. You know, being yeah. I'm thinking he's real life brother with Kane. You know, and I, I yes, I seriously thought he killed the Ultimate Warrior that one night on Paul Bearer's <laughs> show when he stuck him in the casket and he cranked the shit and he cut the oxygen off and they're trying to pry his ass out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like damn, oh. Warriors dead. <laughs> and so, just to wrap it all up, I think that's what's missing, just the kayfabe part. Uh, because I believe when people was uh was was not all in it, that's when wrestling was at its peak. That's the true art form mm -hmm. when you just the believability in it that you just think this is real life. So yeah, mm, I, I, feel I, I I feel you, man. You and George fucking nailed it. Any anyone else wants to take over on that? I guess I'll go. I mean, uh, I kind of want to. Uh, I'm kind of doing the same thing Deba did. I'm gonna take one of George's points and I'm gonna flip it up. As far as unity goes, and wrestling fans are concerned, yes, I'm talking to you if you're watching. We we need more fans and less stands. I know there are people here who maybe have different energy towards promotions, I, and there are people here that watch everything. I I will literally sit at the end of my show every night every time and say enjoy wrestling if it's not your cup of tea let somebody else drink it there are a group of fans out there who just think one promotion is the shit and it don't matter what anybody else does and that fucks it up for all of us mm -hmm. all of us if you if you don't like wwe and trips is killing it and you're talking shit about it eventually they're going to change if you don't like AEW and tony starts killing it then they're going to go a different direction and it's not because you don't like the product. It's just because you like this. You know, I only watch this. And and I don't, I've never understood the concept because my whole life, if it's wrestling, I'm watching it. I don't care if you go all the way back to the 80s. I'm watching World Class and NWA and WWE and all that shit. Go, go to the 90s. I'm watching WCW and ECW and WWF. Go to the 2000s. I'm watching TNA and WWE and now AW, WWE, MLW, PCW. If it's got if it's got alphabet alphabet soup in it, I'll give it a chance. <laughs> and I think that's how people should be because as as wrestling fans, we're all we really fucking got. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the more you hate, the more real the more stands hate, the more real fans are going to get fucked. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. it comes to unity, that's where we need to unite. Love that. Good call. Picking all the good answers. God damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> what am I supposed to say after that? Like, Age before <laughs> beauty, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Anyone else? Well, uh, JD or uh, yeah, JD. Um, I would say, well, it's kind of different now, but connecting to who your audience really is. I mean, especially at WWE for years, they kind of pandered more to the younger crowd, but the, it's us that's showing up for it. And kind of piggyback on what everyone's saying, it's connecting to wrestling. You know, a lot of the storylines that pe people connected to, you know, Brian, um, Daniel Bryan, you know, back in 2014, um, mm -hmm. 
Hangman Page more recently as well, MJF. You know, there are wrestlers that you can connect to because you can kind of relate to it. I mean, the biggest thing about Stone Cold's popularity is that we all had a boss who we wanted to curse out and punch and in the face. Exactly. <laughs> and so we lived it out. Stone Cold, you know, yeah, all of us wish that, you know, we had the, you know, six million dollar shirts and the shades <laughs> like The Rock, you know, it's being able to be connect. Him. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's being able to connect to the audience, you know, um, the internet, you know, it did kill a lot of things, but being able to connect more recently, Bray Wyatt, you know, with him, with the vignettes and stuff like that, you know, all the FBI agents on Twitter sitting there figuring out what his uh, vignettes are and the source codes and the, um, the, the QR codes and stuff <laughs> like that, you know, and seeing what he's doing now, you know, just really creating storylines that connect with the fans. Um I mean, even before AEW, you know, had CM Punk and stuff like that, it was very popular because, you know, it had that it was connecting to fans who really liked the indies and it had that bit of an underdog tone with it that it wasn't like, you know, all the big stars, stuff like that. It was it was, you know, concentrating mainly on what's going on in the ring. And it feels like it kind of lost that, that now is just like, all right, we're just throwing things to the wall to see what sticks and, you know, things like that. Um, but it's my, I, what I feel like is missing is connecting to the fans. Um, create a storyline that can connect to, you know, doesn't have to be exactly what's going on today, but something that connects to people. Like we saw, with, like I said, with Dan Ryan, with Stone Cold, with The Rock, things like that. The biggest you know, storylines that a lot of people remember are the ones that made them feel something. I mean, the I love the Dave Ryan story. I was there at Mania 30, and I wasn't the biggest Dave Ryan fan, but at the end of Mania 30, I was doing the yes chant and everything like that, you know? It's connecting to people. And also the piggyback, too, what George said, is, you know, connecting with the indies. Um, there are a lot of fans out there who mainly watch WWE or mainly probably even watch AEW and they have no idea that their favorite wrestler is actually in the indies. Um, I love the Lucha Bros. I would have never known about the Lucha Bros if it wasn't for AEW. Um, I was, and I had, I said it playing Tiger podcast, I've been a big WWE fan. Like through the Monday Night Wars, I stuck with WWE. I was the stand. You know, I was like, I'm not watching anything else. I feel like it's betraying <laughs> WWE, stuff like that. And I missed out on a lot. I missed out on Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. I missed mm. out on a lot of things. I knew about NWO, but I didn't really watch a lot of things about NWO, you know? So it was those missed opportunities to really see a lot of great things that's happening in wrestling. Luckily for me, there was um, House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer's um, yeah. uh, show came to Philly one day. And I was like, you know what, let me check it out. Because I saw Ric Flair was there and stuff like that. And that's when I saw the Young Bucks, <laughs> you know. So, and that made me a fan. And seeing a lot more people, I saw Tony Nese. And then seeing him, you know, go to WWE and stuff like that. So, it's just connecting to it. And that's one of the biggest things that I loved about um, the Black and Gold NXT. It really connected me to wrestlers that's outside 
of the WWE bubble, Adam Cole yeah. and, you know, a lot of people who I would never have known if it wasn't for, you know, Triple H opening up the, you know, to the indies and letting us know like, hey, you know, your, your favorite wrestler is out there. You just don't know it yet. And that's what connected me to AEW because I'm like, well, you know, if those, if people like that is out in the indies, you know, who else is out there that I, you know, would love to see. So it's connecting with, you know, with the indies and stuff like that, and but also connecting to the audience as well. And letting your wrestlers shine. There's a lot of wrestlers out there who are very creative, you yes. know, and very know they what are. they're doing. They just mm-hmm. need the platform and that bit of a push to do what it is that they need to do. Yep. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. You see people, this is Jay, this is the queen of Philly. She <laughs> used to be a stan, she evolved. You need to be more like her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be like me. I'm the AEW hater. Don't be like me. I never said hater. I said <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say that. That's what Hafiz calls me. But no, I just I, embrace it now. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm the AEW hater. <laughs> I agree to a point with Hafiz where he, where he said you have like a different energy. Like when the, we oh, yeah. I don't deny that. Different energy, but you're not. <laughs> Most definitely. Most definitely. You like what you like. You can have preferences. I'm just, have, I'm just having fun. But, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. I turn. I, I I love neg- negativity. So just give me more. Give me more, and I turn it into positivity. That's why I'm uh, fickle. They're fickle. Yeah. Fickle. <laughs> I bust balls with you and Nick because I know y'all love it. So I'm just like, all right, here comes some hate. <laughs> and on that note, and on that note, I'm gonna get ready to go. Get ready to show prep. Yes, yes, I appreciate it. Yes, two years being with all y'all, being part mm-hmm. of the league. Man, well, I'm glad our, our paths cross, Ivan. Yes, you are truly, I said, it's decided yes. you are the professor. Putting yes. this all this great talent, great mm-hmm. content creators together. You know what I'm saying? This is a great support system here. So, yes, yeah. Professor yes. X yeah. podcasting, we are all his mutants. Come on, Shabu Chief. Acknowledge me. <laughs> I, I acknowledge you, mate. I acknowledge you. We didn't want see the ones ones up. Up. We're gonna get them ones up tonight too. All right, check us out on the show. ClarkyWrestling.com. I'll be there, bro. <laughs> For your pleasure. pleasure. I don't even gotta say. I let y'all take over. There y'all go. <laughs> get the beat out. Get the ass off the stand. Yes. <laughs> for the abbreviation. That's ClarkStreet.com. <laughs> oh, y'all got all the sayings. Look at that. Holy shit. Get you your hoodie. You can say, Oh, I love it, man. Appreciate it. Yes. Debate coming soon. Debate coming soon. Two years. What up, what up, Jeff? Did he just what say what's missing? No, see really, missing. If um, <laughs> you ask my son, he would probably say the same because he 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 was kind of brought into wrestling by CM Punk at a very young age, but even now, I think he's over it. Like, he got the comeback, and then he saw it, and then he went, nah, I'm good. Yeah, your son's now a Kenny Omega fan. He's like, Always been a Kenny Omega fan. Always. <laughs> On the opposite side now. Um, so you guys took all the good answers. I don't know. Like, what is it missing? That I want to see, like, if I could come up with something that's different than what you guys said, because those were great, great points. That sucks, because I got another one. 
<laughs> I think uh, something that's missing is just companies like Impact Wrestling, companies like MLW, NWA being on national TV because that was it. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Yes, oh. network exposure for oh. wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Night Raw can get almost 200 people with Monday or 200 or 2 million people watching with Monday Night Football on at the same fucking time. Wrestling is viable. Put it on the network. Yeah. And, you know, like I said earlier in the show, you know, you got companies like Impact Wrestling that has been the most consistent company throughout the whole year. And many people would tell you that. But then the majority of people don't even know that it's still around. Yeah. Like, right. say, oh, when TNA died, and I'm like, TNA didn't die. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But so, yeah, it's like companies like MLW, you know, their storylines are so unique. Companies like GCW, who have like that old school ECW vibe, they need to be showcased more. Mm-hmm. Too many people know wrestling as the thing that WWE is. Like, I started this new job and I'm telling people about my podcast, and they're like, oh, like WWE? I'm like, yeah. And like AEW, like, huh? what's AEW? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and it's sad because it's like, you know, people, it's like when you say something like a bandage, yeah. people know the bandage is band aid, they don't say bandage, like, you don't say give me a tissue, you say give me a Kleenex. That's what WWE has become, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you don't have all these off brands of wrestling that is fucking amazing. And right. I just would love a day where you know you go on and you're like just scrolling through guide and you see Impact Wrestling on one channel and MLW on another channel. I think we got to get back to that because there's so much good content out there that no one really sees. Yeah. yeah. It's, like saying, it's like saying you can only get Coca-Cola in a grocery store, even though Pepsi is good and people like that, even though Dr. Pepper, whatever the fuck. No, no. We're just Remember RC Cola? Yeah. RC Cola was a shit. <laughs> RC Cola was a shit. Shit, man. I am I'm miss Jolt Cola. I don't even know if y'all know. <laughs> Jolt Cola. I don't, I don't think they ever had it here, but I heard about it. You guys oh, remember Mellow Yellow? yellow? Oh, mellow yellow. No, I don't. I never heard it. You never heard mellow. Dad, yellow? Heard it. My dad used to drink that shit. Mellow <laughs> yellow was like a. It was like a Sierra. Not a Sierra. It's more like a Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. And kind of like a lemonade, but a soda. It was weird. Yeah, it was really good. If you remember the movie Days of Thunder, that's who sponsored Tom Cruise's car. Uh huh. Mellow yellow. I appreciate you, homie. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do the best that we could do. Everybody here, man. Everybody I honestly catch up on. I honestly catch up on what's going on in, on New, in New Japan watching y'all. Yeah, I would have never I, known I about lost MLW. My world subscription. I'm a little broke right now. <laughs> I was in the spot with De Niro where I was over the summer. I was damn, I was damn near shoved out of this house, and I had to cut some stuff back, and I still haven't got it back. So I'll, I'll literally tune in and be like, "Oh, let's watch the new the New Japan show," so I can figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I, I hope that my job doesn't get in the way of the New Japan show too much because I miss getting on for the New Japan show. Hey, we all got to make that money. But, but Jenny, you were saying that you MOWB, what were you saying? I apologize. No, I was I, saying I, with um, with his point, like I would have never known about MLW if it wasn't for you guys. Mm, yeah, mm. I never heard of it before you guys. So, yeah, it's I would love for the indie shows to, you know, get some TV time and stuff like that. You know, yeah. when and when uh, NWA came out with power like years ago, I was watching that on YouTube and I I wish that they yeah. got a TV deal, you know, so Absolutely. I would love for them to get TV deals because it was even back in the day in the Monday Night Wars, ECW was on local TV. And, you That's know, right. yeah. you would sit there and tune in. Channel you'll watch, at 2 a.m. You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hell yeah. Exactly. But yeah, you know, for them to get... Stay up and watch it with him. <laughs> 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 but 
but for them to, you know, especially with today's time, for them to get some type of deal, you know, streaming or something like that, so they can get a little bit more exposure. Like I said, your favorite wrestler is out there. You just don't know that they're there yet. Yeah, it's a good exactly. point. That is a good point. Very, very good point. Uh, it's, I mean, all everybody big, awesome battle points. I mean, for me, I think the only thing, the last thing I would say to some promotions, not all, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Give me a story to get invested. Yeah. Not just a pro wrestling match. I mean, yes, I, I could be very, you know, analytical because I do pay attention to both things. I'm just speaking for myself. Uh, I don't know how everybody watches the matches. I watch his, you know, I watch the storytelling in the ring psychologically and outside of how it's being told. I like to get more told of give me why should these guys face each other? Tell me why why they're facing. What's the story behind it? I think that's what's kind of missing in certain promotions, not all. Yeah. Uh, but everybody has their own cup cup of tea, you know how Dom always, you know, phrase that. But I just wish there could be more storytelling. Because let's be realistic. All of us here, we love soap opera. We all watch whatever's on Netflix, Hulu, or anything in any, you know, any platforms, right? I grew up watching watch novelas. <laughs> novelas, yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta have your novelas. Co- Cobra Kai is kind of like a soap opera, right? I guess you consider <laughs> that. Too. My mom used to be obsessed with Beverly Hills 90210. And when I showed her that uh, Luke Perry's son is a wrestler now, she watches just because of Jack Perry. Nice. (laughs) What do you say? You think because of this era, streaming is more important? Um, I wouldn't say so. I I wouldn't say. People people have streaming nowadays; it's more viable. But cable network is still the majority in people's houses. Yeah. Yes. One of my favorite trilogy movies of all time. Like three kind of sucks. I'm I'm gonna be real, but but yeah, when they got all into the the incest shit, like yeah, that that was weird. Yeah, so I you're like, fucking who? <laughs> but I feel like that's what's missing there. Like, I mean, how Jeff put it in an example. I think that's what it is. It's just you need something like, you know, some WWE has that tendency, which I love now that Triple H is kind of bringing that back. Is like one ending of a Raw. Like how SmackDown, how it ended. SmackDown just recently ended with a brawl between, you know, the Bloodline and, you know, and was it, Drew McIntyre and the... Uh, what the hell is it? I can't always. I wouldn't know because I didn't watch it yet because well, I was on live. Thanks, yeah. Ivan. Shame yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Shame Shame is, Brian finished Rampage. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. It ended that way, and there was no like, oh, now I got to tune in next week. So mm-hmm. it makes you it makes you now invested. Okay, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. And I love that. Cliffhanger. I have been saying that for a while. Like, you got to make it episodic, and you got to have cliffhanger endings that's going to make you on tune in next week. Wrestling yeah, is fun. Uh, but you can't just have dream matches and say, well, next week we have more dream matches. What's yeah. going to make you want to really tune in? It's the story. So I agree. Yeah, I mean, there are exceptions to the rule, but absolutely. Like when they said the New Day and the Usos were going to be fighting on SmackDown, I'm like, I'm tuning in. I don't give a shit why. Like, yeah, oh, it's the record? Okay, I don't care. It's New Day versus the Usos. Who gives a shit? You don't need mm-hmm. a story for that. But then there are times where either the story leading up with the in-ring psychology of storytelling is is critical. Yeah, and, and I, I, I feel like that's doing. where. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, Judy. You, you got. Oh, your, your no, I was saying yeah. that's what I feel like AEW is losing at because they keep doing these, you know, all these dream matches week to week. I don't really watch Dynamite consistently because I saw Chris Jericho going against Vandino, and I was like, well, 
you know, it's, I feel like that's a one-off match. I don't really need to like tune in for something like that. But when you had like Kenny Omega and um, Brian Danielson, you know, in that storyline of I'm here because I'm the best wrestler and you saying you're the best wrestler. So I, I want to fight you because I'm better than you. That was a great storyline. Right. It was you just know, a that, pinch of story, but those two exactly. guys made it epic regardless. It was a dream match, but it was a storyline nevertheless. And I feel like that's what AEW specifically is missing is that they're doing these one-off yeah, and these dream matches, but there's no storyline. Jay Cargill is like what 42 and oh, but there's no storyline with what is going on with hey, her. So she's I, like going against, she went against what, uh, Marina Shafir. And I was like, I'm not watching that match. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, even a match. First like, of all, I, I, I will watch it. It wasn't. I, no, I it was time. It, it was, ago. it was time for Nyla to talk shit and send that storyline forward. And that was, I didn't even fail because JD, I will, hit my heart I will love, she nailed it in a coffin. I love you for that. <laughs> I, I will I love Jade Cargill for life because she got Jeremy Prophet on TV. But go ahead and keep on digressing. This is great, but go ahead and you take over right quick. No, it was just me. It was just mainly that that AEW is losing out because they're not doing the storylines that they used to do. I mean, when they first came on the scene, they had storylines and stuff like that, and it was very compelling. And you know, and then all of a sudden they're starting to get a lot of the bigger names. Then it turned into okay, we're having this dream match. It was like GMO on WWE 2K18 or something where you. Randy's making some good points here too. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, uh, I think what's missing is we need more promo class for this generation, and yeah. and a lot of that is true. Like, not everybody's MJF. That's no. that's a fucking fact. And uh, he also said we need more veterans helping the generation of pro wrestling. Yeah, which is that's why, what NXT Which was. is why, and I'm sad that Ivan's not on screen for that. Which is why De Niro and I like Jeff Jarrett going to AEW. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that he helps backstage. A man with that much clout and that much legacy that built a promotion from the ground up comes into AEW and y'all are hating. The only problem <laughs> is, the problem lies with like I, I I understand like you had like the whole beef with uh Adam Page and CM Punk, and a part of that was Adam Page saying that I don't have to listen to the veterans. That's part of the problem because in AEW you have a plethora of veterans who are there to help. You have them as coaches and there's mm-hmm. a lot of experience with guys like William Regal and Arn Anderson and Dean mm-hmm. Malenko, Jerry Lynn, and even the guys who are still in the roster like uh, Chris Jericho. But if the young guys are not willing to listen, then it's not really the veterans' fault if they are trying to help. So that's, that's the only thing. It's, it's It has to be a collaborative effort. Yeah, yeah I, I set it seen... up that way. I gotta be honest, Randy. I haven't seen Jake Roberts in a minute, but yeah, he—you would think, you know, he, especially psycholo- ring psychology and promos and that type of stuff. Jake was the man. <laughs> yeah, he is, and it's like he was never like, the greatest wrestler. He was never the best built, but when that man spoke, speak, yeah, you listened. Exactly. <laughs> it was it was as simple as he will whisper. His mm-hmm. promo as low as possible, so you had to really listen to hear what he said. Yeah, and and he like, had those faces and, and just everything, yeah, motions, little he details, like, motions, faces, mm-hmm. all of it that just sucked you right in, like you had to get closer to the screen. Uh, Randy Savage used to do that shit a lot. He would have like the big up, like it would be like a roller coaster. Like I was watching, yeah, go up and, and down, do the real soft say, yeah. and then he would, yeah. brother, and I'm dig it. I love destroy love you, Savage. 
it was like you would have to like really listen to what he was saying and that that's amazing like you don't see that nowadays yeah there's art to it i feel like they need to make it you know um mandatory for this you only they only have to be on tv once a week you can't tell me that they can't get the roster together for an, uh, another day during the week or something like that you know i mean you give yeah. the you give the roster time to go on other promotions and stuff like that you can sit there and say okay yeah. let's show up in the city that we're supposed to be at dynamite let's show up on tuesday and then you know let's what makes do me this wonder? down the third honestly you know what it makes me wonder if if giving these guys that kind of freedom is is giving them too much freedom yeah because now they don't have to be there until taping so they can go work other promotions do other things do whatever the fuck they want and it doesn't mean they're going to get anywhere on national tv because they're not there working at it they're just doing what they do over and over again someplace else and then coming to tv tapings Exactly. Well, that and it feels like it's a bit unorganized now that was the great thing about the black and gold nxt was that the people that were there, they were getting trained. They had the promo class. They had character development. So when you yeah. see them come on screen, they're a, they're a whole package. It's a know? damn it's a damn shame that William Regal doesn't want that kind of spot anymore because he could do wonders for AEW. But Jeff Jarrett, he, he he made a lot of fucking stars. Look no further than AJ Styles. He can, but the Look thing the is, Smojo, like Christopher Daniels. <laughs> It starts from the top. Tony Khan has to create the environment that, you know, the young rookies are there to learn from the veterans. If you have it as sort of a free for all, you know, you do what you want type of situation, people are going to come in with, you know, a chip in their so shoulder and be like, I've been wrestling for five years. I don't need, you know, help or anything like that. You know, I feel right. like, like I said, they need to make it mandatory. Hey, you know, you have, look at Jay Cargill. She's been being trained by Brian Danielson now, Granted, she doesn't have the greatest of opponents to go against, but the difference between her when she first started to her now is just like night and day. And that's kind of yeah. like yeah. what you kind of need with AEW. Need they need help? Yeah. Like even they need when Britt, veteran. Let's be honest. Even when Britt Baker showed up in AEW to begin with, she was kind of trash. She was, and yeah. a lot of those veterans worked with her behind the scenes and created what she is today. So if you're willing well, to sit there fun. and listen and learn from these people, you can you can be the next Britt Baker or or whoever. But if you if you're not, it doesn't matter who they bring in. It's yeah. just, I think that that's always been an issue now, right now, current days of this era. It's just that every you know certain individuals are kind of like selfish and that doesn't want to kind of help the others to you know obviously to succeed and to be in the spotlight along with them on the side. But you need that at the end of the day because you think about this, and I'm pretty sure, you know, that's really, this is why I vouch for Jericho, why I call him the good joke for that reason. The greatest <laughs> Jericho of all time. I call him the Tom Brady of professional wrestling because he is that Ocho because mm. of that reason. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't like Tom Brady. No, no. You're, you're but, fine. He, he had a lot to do with Brit, so you're, yeah, you're not far mm -hmm. off. That's what I'm saying. That, that whole conspirator he, thing that she started out with that mm -hmm. turned things around, that was an mm -hmm. old Jericho promo remixed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, to, you know, veterans need to allow to help, you know, give guidance to the new generation stars for to be the number one spotlight in the next 15, 20 years because, oh, facts. you know, they're, they're going to be gone. You can't be yeah. selfish in saying that it's my spotlight. But guess what? 
Well, that's the one thing that pro wrestling might need is some of these younger guys to be willing to actually fucking listen to guys like Jericho, to guys like Jarrett, to guys like William Regal, to guys like whatever, so that they can get to where these guys were and maybe beyond like a Britt Baker did. But you don't know how many of these people like in an AEW locker room or even in WWE because they got a lot of vets too are just like, Fuck that! I know what I'm doing, and and just let him talk and walk away, and don't and don't pay attention. The to Hangman Page. That was the whole quote. Mm-hmm. I don't need to listen to these veterans. I know what I'm doing. That's not. That's what it that is. That might have been one of the. That might have been one of the few things I agreed with out of that whole punk rant. Outside of when he started bringing up Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, it's like that's a bad example, homie. You don't. You, you, don't call, you said Barry Bonds, Mike. Like, motherfucker. Like, no, 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 no. Say, like, Hank Aaron. <laughs> say, Babe Ruth. Say, exactly. you know, say, Ted Williams. Don't say, don't say Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. Man. Straight edge. Why is all your examples drunk? They were only good because they were juiced to the gills and their fucking head grew six times the size it was. Come on, punk. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it live. I know. <laughs> I was like, Mark McGuire's head was never this big. What the fuck is he on? <laughs> right? But yeah, it has to start from the top. Like, you can't tell me the people in NXT, they didn't have... No, like, you didn't come across someone in NXT that had the same type of thinking as Hangman Page, that I've been wrestling in the indies for all this time. I don't need help. You know, you have right. to create the environment. AEW, it, I, I'm, I'm sure... I'm, I might be wrong, but I, this is how I feel. I feel like AEW has more veterans that could really coach the younger class than WWE has right now. I mean, the the people that's over there that has the years of wrestling, of wrestling around the world, you know, character work, promo work, you know, being able to be in front of the TV. The biggest thing with AEW is there's a lot of people in AEW that hasn't wrestled in front of a big crowd. You know, they hasn't been, hadn't had to do with TV work of where to stand in order to, when you cut your promo live and, you know, your cadence when you do your promo. Uh, Marina Shafir, we, we all know the promo that I'm about to talk about. You know, definitely yeah. she could have had help with that. If she had the cadence or something like that, switched up the way the wording is, you know, because um, we heard from, I think, with Tony Khan with the promos, like, it's basically like an outline, but, you know, you're basically like on your own, which yeah. will cause a lot of people to fail on TV. Marina Shafir will now forever have that reputation of, you know, with the promo and her in the ring. Cause she's it, obviously she's not getting the help that she really needs. If she had had someone backstage, Hey, let me hear your promo. Let me hear you cut yeah. it. Yeah. You, know, you know, no, you shouldn't say it like that. Maybe you should face it, the camera when you said this it could line be worse, and more, more impactful. She could be Jessamine Duke. So it could be worse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you know, like where the hell is that woman these days? I don't even know. But I, I think Jeff made a good point. We need like more managers. The manager mm-hmm. is becoming extinct in pro yes. wrestling overall. Yeah. You know, like you you look at WWE, okay, you got Scarlett, you got a couple of people. You look at AEW, okay, you got Stokely, you got a couple other people, you got Vicky, you got a couple other people. Mm-hmm. Wrestling used to have managers everywhere you fucking turn. The mouthpiece. They Paul had Heyman. the mouthpiece. Paul, yeah, Paul Heyman, Paulie, dangerously call him what the fuck you want. He was yeah. he was with everybody. You had yes. woman. You had all these. You had t- Teddy Long before he was ever you know holla 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 GMing and shit was a long standing manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I see the problem being an identity crisis for AEW because AEW was basically what was created by the elite with All In, right? And what was yeah. the spirit of All In? 
by us, for us. We created this. Yeah. So now yeah. you have veterans coming in. You like, no, we created this. So I'm not going to have to listen to you. Like I created yeah. this. Why the fuck would I listen to you? And yeah. that's the identity crisis because you're bringing in these veterans to teach the young guys, but the young guys are what? And, that, what and to be honest, that promo on Wednesday between Brit and Soraya dripped of all of that. Amazing. Like, this is my company. What the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, yeah. um, do you remember who the fuck I am? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good point because that promo itself is basically AEW. Yeah. You have the young guys who say, it is. you know, we created this whole revolution that started AEW. And then you have the old guys trying to say, well, you're doing it wrong. So, like, right. it's, it's or, or you took it to this point. Let me help you get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just an identity crisis. I, and I like that. needs to work on that. You know, he can't be the friend and the fan. He has to be the yes, owner yes. to say, hey, okay, yes, thank you for bringing, thank you for building AEW to what it is right now. Let's try to get it to the next level. Yeah. And that's yeah. why we're bringing in these people. That's why I'm we're keeping my draw fingers in crossed. Eyes, you know, we let's let's get the help from these people who are more experienced, who came from, you know, wrestling all across the world especially the fact that they're trying to go to uk they're they're going to canada they're going to these um they're trying to diverse outside of you know people who outside their core base you know yeah you have to connect to those people you know the greatest one of the best things with the women's division is jay cargill because you see jay cargill and you go who's that you know and that's yeah. how it should be with a lot of people like, in wrestling. That's the real life storm. Who is that? <laughs> exactly. Like that's how it should be. You know, and she's not even like the actual main champion. She has the second championship. Yeah. And you know the person. Well, you know, uh, and it's technically Thunder Rosa, but it's like that's how it should be with a lot of people. You know, especially if Tony Khan wants to, you know, go in competition. With WWE, don't worry about when WWE put on their shows. Worry about making sure that your wrestlers is starting to get the recognition outside right. of your core base. You know, right? Um, the but he he's very smart as far as making sure that Jay Cargill is out there with you know basketball games and stuff like that, so that when she's seen, people go, "Who is that?" And then you know, is their connection? Oh, okay, AEW, this, that, and the third. That's how it should be with a lot of wrestlers. But, you know, I, I don't know what it is that he's trying to do right now. I don't and I feel like that's where the identity crisis is, is with Tony Khan. Absolutely. And you know what, Randy, I, I agree with William, I agree with what you said about William Regal and, you, you know, dirt cheek to be what they are. It was reported that Tony offered that type of spot to William Regal and he turned it down because he didn't want to do it anymore. I don't believe that. I think I disagree on that. I think I, I disagree. I'm just that. saying. Uh, you know, allegedly. That's why, hey, I know, rumor your window, right? Let's keep it that. But I don't think, I don't think he did. If that was the case. Why didn't? Why is Woody Regal and Brian Stewart training before the show? They offered. Mm-hmm. It's it's their offered. Hey, you want to come and learn? Come learn. The promo, I can help you in the ring. I. That's why I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't believe that. I think if he was given that opportunity, I guarantee you, all of that rampage could be successful, and dynamite could be successful if they allow. Giving him that that power that that creative power and he can put more storytelling into AEW. That's all you're yeah. missing. Mind you, that this AEW Dynamite Pass was all promo show. It wasn't it was a little bit pro wrestling, but at the same time, he had promos from MJF's Moxley's to you know Soraya and Britt. I mean, we had those are great promos. Here's oh, yeah. what the here's what mm-hmm. the fly is. 
you're building a pay-per-view less than a week away and you haven't given us a full card lineup, but you're not even giving us a reason why should we be invested of well, buying now, your per- now. Oh, on, before before anything, I apologize. Mm-hmm. But you know, but I, I, I get one thing. You have your main event. However, you have right. your main event that we know, but what's what about the rest of the card? Why well, now, am I gonna to spend be fair, to be fair, WWE does that too. They will wait till the yeah, last but, fucking minute to announce the match. The they'll announce is, matches on kickoff. The difference <laughs> is with AEW, we're paying $50. With mm-hmm. WWE, I already got Peacock. Okay. I watch other things on Peacock besides WWE. With AEW, you want me to pay $50 for you. You better give me a reason to pay up $50 and, yep. and to I watch the show. Free, so you really need an excuse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> give me a reason to pay $50. I'm not paying $50 just for your main event, you know? If you're gonna put on a four-hour show, you better give me four hours of me. My fifty dollars better be worth, you know, that four-hour show. So he can't wait till last minute. He doesn't have the luxury of WWE because we can just tune. We could pay five dollars and tune in to the pay-per-view. If it sucks, it sucks. You know, we only paid five dollars. But if it sucks with AEW, it's like I just paid fifty dollars. You know, you know what you can do with fifty dollars nowadays, especially with today. I get that, time. but at the same time, name a sucky AEW pay per view. I could actually AEW pay per view. Revolution yeah. twenty twenty was trash water. Uh not twenty 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 uh twenty twenty one the one with the exploding barbed wire. Yeah, that was horrible. Bad uh, the explosion. It was pretty dope. Not the explosion I mean, sucked. The best thing that they did was and the it was because Kenny snap. put it on a napkin like he was Deadpool or some shit. Just this is what we're gonna do. I agree with that. We fucked up. The the they should be gearing up to have it like all out. Um, where you know, um, Adam Cole and Dan- and Brian Danielson showed up. The only downfall of that whole pay per view was the Paul White match. And oh, I was boy, okay yeah. with it because I was like, you know what? That was a bit of a take a breather match. I was fine with it at that point. Was but, that actually on the show or was that a pre-show thing? It was no, on the show. No, it was on the show. show. It was right after Punk and Darby, wasn't it? Oh, I had a match on there. Wow. Yeah. I think it, it was, was right so, after I, Punk versus Darby. They put yeah. on Paul White yeah, versus Q-T. And I was yeah. like, I was fine with that. You just need a bit of a breather. But AEW doesn't have the luxury of waiting until last minute because you have to market to people, you know, outside your core base to, hey, pay $50 for our pay-per-view, pay $50 for our pay-per-view. So their match card should have been set already. And all they need to do is promote the promote, promote the pay-per-view so that be like, okay, this is our pay-per-view. Our thing costs $50. That's all that they need to be doing right now. They don't even have the card. We're all sitting here guessing what's going to be on the card because we, you know, we watch the show weekly, but they need to. The card should have been set already. Your pay per views next. You gotta week. put. You I gotta put Excalibur on like super slow to get the full card out. <laughs> just say it like the micro machines, man. Like we're eight of the world champions. We are live. On Rampage, they did announce most of the card. Like most of the card just set. They did announce some good shit on Rampage. It's going to be Luchasaurus versus Jungle Boy in a cage match. They announced that it's going to be you know the Acclaim versus. Uh, swerving our glory, yeah. Oh, uh, we've FTR uh, in the ass, boys. Soraya <laughs> is uh, Britt Baker, Soraya mm-hmm. Britt Baker, of course, Mox and JF uh, versus Jamie Hader. You have the four Jeff way Jeff yeah. Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus Sting and Darby Allen. 
So the four-way right, for the ROH title. The for the, right there. That's already like seven, eight matches. So they were yeah. a full card, which is better than last time. Because if you remember All Out, it was what? Three days before we got announced the pay-per-view main event? Because yeah. we was like, what's going to happen? Is it going to be Punk versus Moxley? Is Moxley facing somebody else? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Literally the Wednesday before the show, they had Ace Steel slapping CM Punk around to sign a fucking contract. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't bite him. Right? <laughs> bite him and his fucking dog. <laughs> Fuck you, Larry. You're overbite. <laughs> and see, and, but see that's, see, that's the thing, though. Okay. I, I, I'm I not disagreeing. Okay. They, they mm. announced the card. But for me, it's just like you're telling the stories late. It's yeah. like, that's the problem that I have with AEW. It's just you're not telling, you're not giving me stories. Tell me why. I like you know how JD mentioned. Yeah. Give me why should I spend 50 bucks to watch it? Yeah, okay, we're getting dream matches. Oh my god, okay. But uh, you can, like, I, I, Jungle I Boy and Luchasaurus show. has been going on way too fucking long. Okay, yeah, but that is a story. That. That's a story. That's a MJF fucking, and Mox is like a three month deep that's story. That's a filler. That's a filler. <laughs> MJF and Mox. It's a three, four month story. <laughs> Swerving okay, our glory and, okay. and fucking acclaimed. Okay, that's but a three, four month story. Okay, yeah, but see, that that's a story. Yeah, it's a, that's a filler. That's a story. But it, but because Christian got hurt, then you know they should just went away with that. Just to yeah, but see, the the has stories. It's just that their stories see, suck sometimes. That's the problem. Yeah, sometimes yeah, it drags. That's stories. what it is. Stories it drags. Are not interesting because they yeah. try to have stories, but when your story is. I'm a lawyer and I copyright scissor me. To catch to the other guy. <laughs> wow. But that's that's for that was for that was for yeah. Rampage. It was what yeah. on your mind. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, 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 real I, quick right. before I jumped on this. Hang the hangman page storyline was what two years? As good as it was, it took it was like a two-year storyline. The whole um uh what's her name? Julia Hart joining the house that went of too Black. long. Oh my god, that went it already. So yeah, long, you know, it was that and the Christian swerve yeah. that was just like, do it already. We yeah. know it's coming, we can see it. I hear my son crying, and I have to let's call go because I think my girl's sleeping. But Uh-oh. I love you guys, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. This was amazing, and honestly, like, I am not here without you all. So, thank you so much. Thank love you, love you back, family. All right, brother. Yeah. <laughs> we love you. Everyone have a good night. Ivan will be in touch. Dom will be in touch. And JD oh, yeah. will be in touch. Hopefully, I can get you on the show, too. All right. There you go. There you Take go. care, y'all. Take All care. Right. Take care. But, man, I love this. Um, yeah, this has been great. It's mm-hmm. been great. This has been great. I know that we, we got to catch the tribal chief everybody on. We'll do that. Oh, that, he might be that, on right now. He's on right now. I know. The Angle Podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cut, cut the screen over and put Devin right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go. do a watch along of Clark Street Wrestling now, folks. So stick around, no more. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think that like I said, <laughs> I think that's what we're missing overall. It's just you know all that. It's just there's so much shit that is you know that I think we digress about AEW, but there's other stuff that WWE is missing too. But I see Papa H is pretty building a little by little, so mm-hmm. I'm not really gonna critique yet until. Until the Royal Rumble comes. When Rumble comes and see what he decides to do to build the story for Mania, then I'll critique. Until then, yeah, I'm loving what he's doing right now with Survivor Series. I am curious. I mean, by the looks of it, it might be the second one for the men's war games. It will be, of course, uh, the Brutes with Drew versus the Bloodline. I don't mind it because at least it gives 
the bloodline and Sammy something to do. That's the mm -hmm. hottest thing we're now going on on WWE. Uh, the women's side, I think we're going to see Sasha and Naomi coming back. I keep saying that. You said it too, Dom. I think we might see, you know, Sasha and Naomi filling that spot the for Bianca. Spots and, war games. Yeah. and then Charlotte, what could be the other one? I, yeah. I, I think it's Charlotte, I think, but I mean, I don't I know. I mean, it's going to be the first time you have a war games at a Survivor Series pay-per-view, which is still considered big whatever the fuck you want to call it. And yes, I still say pay-per-view. Fuck PLE. Um, <laughs> until Rob Van Dam shows up in a WWE ring and calls himself Mr. PLE, I ain't saying that shit. <laughs> but you know, Survivor Series is one of the big is one of the big pay per views. This is the first time they're having War Games at it. You want to have big names and big match feels, so why not mm -hmm. bring back Charlotte on one side and then bring Sasha and Naomi to the other? Especially when the two people that pissed Sasha and Naomi off are gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you feel the same way, JD? With WWE, do you feel the same? You're gonna wait on it to see what's gonna happen. I'm waiting on all of yeah. it to be honest. Because yeah. like I said, 2022 was wild. It <laughs> Yeah, like I said, um, I feel like it may take a year for us to really see what Triple H has planned. Because, um, yeah. you know, it's, we still have to figure, he still has to figure out what to do with the roster that's there. We see that maybe the 24-7 title may be gone. Um, you know, uh, addressing of what Roman Reigns title reign, who's going to take the title off of him. Um, when Cody Rhodes comes back, what's going to happen with that? Um, I feel like the WrestleMania may still have a bit of plans that were uh, Vince McMahon's maybe, things that were being built up right now. But as far as what we really will see as far as Triple H and his thinking, after, uh... I think it will be like a year from now. Because we see him bringing back people and stuff like that. And I think he's going to, you know, even out, you know, what is really is going to be his error. So I'm waiting out. I'm waiting out to, yeah. to technically after WrestleMania, once we have that reset and it's like, okay, now we're building up what this is really going to be. I mean, I, I'll be honest. Uh, I don't even know if we got to wait till Mania because after what happened to Austin Theory, it just looks like Papa H is going, fuck you, Vince. I feel like he has better plans for Austin Theory. I think he has something else planned because he was in NXT with the you know with Johnny Gargano and everything. So I think Austin's oh, yeah. okay. I think I mean, it's what a, it's it was a hard the plan reset, was, but it also it screamed fuck Vince. It is. It's a very hard reset. I think it it could be a, a character change or something like that. You know? We'll never know. We won't know it's, until it happens. It, yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing against Austin Theory, but we even talked about it last night. And then after the show, the Temptress Witch Ivy said to me. You know, something about Austin's gimmick just made my ass itch. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, because that's not really Austin Theory. If you followed him before he got to NXT, if you knew him in Evolve, mm he -hmm. was tremendous. On a mic, in a ring, the whole nine. The guy has everything, but he was morphed by Vince McMahon into a hybrid of, like, Prince Pretty taking selfies and, like, the original Drew Galloway. Yeah. Mm. That's what it was. It was recycled. We've seen it before. Or McIntyre. I'm sorry. I, I Somewhere I went to Impact. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I knew he knew what you meant. You know what I meant. Like, yeah, it was like, sort of recycled. It was I saw, a recycled When you gimmick. saw Austin Theory with the U.S. title, I saw OG Drew McIntyre with the Intercontinental title. It's like, here's yeah. a dude who's in over his head, but Vince said so. The, the chosen one. That's kind of yeah. what they had said. The chosen yeah. one. That's why it was the chosen like one who's also a... pretty. Click. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we'll see what, uh, like, what that's not Austin Theory, though. Plan. 
It's not. It's the booking. And that's what suffered with a lot of people is the booking. Look at Roman Reigns. Five, five, five years ago, everybody hated him. I was going to say, I'll look at Roman like, Reigns. Do I have to? to? <laughs> I get this motherfucker shoved down my throat. Do I have to? to be authentic. You look at Roman That's Reigns, true. you don't think underdog. You don't think, oh, you know, I, you know, you don't think Daniel Bryan. They was trying to make him into a Daniel Bryan, and it didn't work. The guy is like six something. You know, thing, you see him, it's like he should thing, be kicking when he ass. Beat the Undertaker, and he came out on Raw, and people were just booing the shit out of him because they can't stand it because he beat mm-hmm. Taker at WrestleMania. He just goes, "This is my yard now." I'm like, "Oh, this is cringe, man. Stop." Just but I loved it because I was like, <laughs> at least he's not being Mr. Humble. Like you know, you know, give it the 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 football player press conference after you know after a oh yeah, the whole, I gotta be game. better. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, the loss is on me. We gotta, I gotta do better, be better. I gotta be better. You know, we have Any to go back Sunday. to the training room. I was happy he said that. I was, I'm a, I was a big Roman hater. I hated the fact that he beat the Undertaker, but I loved the fact that he came out and just. I'm like, a huge Undertaker put it fan. On. I hated yeah. that shit. I hated it too. I, I was happy that he put it in people's faces. I was like, okay, was well, great. Hate, You're not hate, an underdog. Hate. You're Samoan. <laughs> like. You should. I'm so happy that he is what he is right now because I'm like that makes sense. If you no, look this is at definitely Roman Reigns, better for him than any other than anything besides the Shield. Exactly. I'm like you look at Roman Reigns. This is who he should be. He should be the badass. The you know I'm at the head of the table. Acknowledge me and stuff like that. I'm happy for him. This that fits him perfectly. You know, if we had got this to him, you know, long ago, you know, we he wouldn't have that bit of a stigma that he kind of has you know that that kind of came with him for all these years yeah i agree i as much as i i felt i felt like man it should just just make him heal vince like i waited for vince to push him to be heal but i think just make this motherfucker it it makes i guess it took long enough for him to realize that the people and i'm hoping that you know everybody you know everybody behind you know michael hayes everybody told him like Yo, dude, dude, you gotta make him heal, dude, dude, dude. Just go ahead and make him heal. I hope. Just do it. Just do it, Vince. Just do it, Vince. Just make him heal, Vince. I hope he ass voice. You know, I hope he <laughs> fucking did because I was just because it looked like in a, for a minute it looked like Vince was gonna allow it to keep continuing. No, you're you're the face. You're the face. He's not your John Cena. You gotta get out of your head. Yeah, he's his own Roman Reign, his own entity. He he's not your Cena. Let mm-hmm. him be the heel, and I guarantee yeah. you, he'll go over as a heel. Roman, and just I think, I think all, all, all of us said it here, and like in, in our perspective in shows, we all said that Roman should have been healed long, long ago. Yep. But mm-hmm. I mean, you you made a good point, Jimmy. I mean, I, we're kind of in a way it, it makes we're happy that it's happening now because what about it would have happened sooner? Maybe his relevancy would have died out by now. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, Maybe. You, know, you know, you never know. It was just but. something, something about Roman gave Vince that special feeling in his grapefruits that in in his seventies, <laughs> he didn't feel very often. So he had to be a face <laughs> and he had to be on top of the company and he had to be everything. Cause Vince got that feeling mm-hmm. without any medication whatsoever. So immediately it was <laughs> Roman's the guy. He's the face. <laughs> Such good shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm looking forward to see what we'll do, man. I, I'm just really, really happy, and that the that pro wrestling is back again. That is honestly is great for us to be a pro wrestling fan right now. Mm-hmm. People that are burning new, man, you are missing out. It's where the it's hell have you been? To be a fan. It's damn good to be a wrestling podcaster, and it's 
it's fucking great being a part of this league. No lie. Yes, yes and it is. And for that, we're going to end it over here. Awesome show tonight. And um, we're going to do some course for Christmas because, you know, this is, we want to get together for every Psycho quarterly. Psycho Claus quarterly. is coming. So, uh, <laughs> we, we get together every quarterly, like, either the mid, mid-year mid and twice. Hand out mid. gold to all the good kids. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is together. So I'm loving that we all got together. I appreciate all of you guys, especially you guys taking the time for coming in and doing this. You know, I know we are living our lives, you know. Everybody, you know, mm-hmm. we're all parents. We're all parents. You know, we got children you got to take care of. And we got priorities. Of course, like, somebody's watching me like, Wait up, woman. I'll be there in a moment. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times my son's been at this locked door. I'm like, you better not knock. <laughs> I've been with you all day. You better not knock. Go play with your mother. But, of course, before we let you go, of course, JD, let the people know where can they catch you. You Give can the catch me. Want. On Twitter at JDC137. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at Russell Bread. You can click the links in the bio for the Instagram, the Facebook, and the YouTube channel. I plan on doing a lot more um, video and, you know, things like that. I'm mainly an audio podcast because I tend to record all types of the day and night, stuff like that. But I do plan to do a little bit more on video, doing reactions and stuff like that, and more of my opinion. Um, I had did a little segment that was called Slice from JD. I'm a I plan to bring that back, That's you cool. know, a little a little <laughs> video of a little bit of my opinion or whatever is going on at that time. But yeah, you can catch the podcast every week wherever you listen to podcasts. That's right. Love it. Yes, I do miss a slice of JD because I want to hit one of you. Yes. <laughs> Very, oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Give me a slice. I want the whole loaf of wrestle bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a carb junkie. Bring it on. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DOM. Yes, sir. Let the people know where can they find TRWT. Oh, well, you can find us on Twitter at Top Rope WT. You can find us on Facebook. We have our public group. You can just search for Top Rope Wrestling Talk. Um, all of our podcast stuff can be found at the Rewind Wrestling Network Facebook page as well. And, of course, we are now a member of the Rewind Wrestling Network. So for all your audio pod cl- podcasts, platforms, YouTube channel, just search for Rewind Wrestling Network. That's W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D. C-A-S-T. Ain't we great? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. Double J. Shout out to Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's perfect for that, though. I can't help it. No, no, no. I'm not hating. You have to do it anytime you spell out something. You have to do it. (laughs) I I agree. I'm not hating. Come subscribe. Come follow. Come buy some merch. Have some fun. Enjoy the other guys too. They're good shit. They're good shit. Especially I. <laughs> That's my witchy woman. I love that girl. She's yeah. an honorary member of Top Rope, along with Mikey. <laughs> but there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Great two and a half hours of great nothing but just letting out us as podcasters, as human beings, giving, you know, from our greatest moments to our sad moments to hey, our supportive moments that we have. And we're gonna continue this. And um 
honored and I'm really happy to, to call, you know, to have you guys as my family, JD, Dom, and everybody who was here earlier because, you know, that's why we were the league for that reason. We're the, uh, like how Devin mentioned earlier, we're the biggest supporting system ever. And I hope Thank any you. podcasters, you know, any podcasters that are watching this could hopefully we can inspire something like this so you guys could do and, you yeah. know, get, get along with everybody else. Cause at the end of the day, we're here to help each other grow. We're not, you're just no competition. We are here to help each other grow because, mind you, we all have different content. It can be the same yeah. subject, could be the same topic, but everything everything can be said different. Different. You opinions. got us debating on this show, okay? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the clearly whole we are not all the same, but <laughs> we all enjoy Everybody wrestling. Has, yes. Exactly. Everybody has their own opinions. But yes, thank you so much once again, ladies and gentlemen. And don't forget that the League of Extraordinary Podcast. Don't just do podcasting. They fucking make history, baby. Yeah. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Must be you do. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Oh my god. It's so great. Bang! Yes! <laughs>